to episode 104 of the Movie City Maniacs. Tonight, our Shocktober series continues, where we cover everything we've watched from October 14th to October 20th. So let's get scared. Welcome everyone to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. I'm Adam. And we are continuing. <laughs> Hello, Adam. <laughs> Hello, Kyle. <laughs> we are continuing our uh, fifth annual, I think, Shocktober series. Sure. Uh, with uh, volume three. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to run down everything we've watched from the 14th to the 21st? 20th. 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 Weren't you sorry. paying attention to that creepy no, guy that sorry, came in for a bit? <laughs> Speaking of creepy guys, we might have a guest joining us uh, halfway through. We'll, we'll see. see how it yeah, goes. we shouldn't mention it because there's yeah. a good chance they won't show up. Yeah. Okay. Like they we haven't shown up for the last like three <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Are we just that unlikable? That's a question I gotta ask. I, let's be honest, it's not you yeah, guys. Yeah, it's I am I is yeah. that guy over there? Is, am I that unlikable? Uh, and the answer is yes, because yes. I'm gonna totally rip on him and he yeah, probably won't want to exactly. come back again for another year or two. But uh yeah, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about anything before we jump into it or it's what I want to talk about. Oh, really? Let me uh, second that. Adam and uh, and uh, Maddie are opening up their ginger ale there, their yeah. gin- ginger ale and Pepsis. <laughs> Kyle had a few too many ginger ale and Pepsis yeah. last week, so he's taking it easy. <laughs> I'm, stick- I'm starting with a coffee, and then, yeah. you know, I- I'd like to at least get through half of it before I'm shit-faced uh, and slurring through my uh, synopsises. <laughs> I guess surly is the right word. <laughs> it's quite good, though. The this Miami is- Weiss is awesome, right? Miami Weiss by Great Lakes Brewing, yeah. So, should we just do this? Yeah, thing? I, I think yeah. I, I watched quite a bit. It sounds like you yeah. did. Maddie probably didn't. Oh no, 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 not at all. He's here and he'll do some funny penis jokes yeah. and whatnot. So that's what I'm here for, guys. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, we're going to start off with the 14th. Oh, actually, I guess we should quickly yeah. for first-time listeners if they are jumping in the middle of this. Uh, so this is uh, we do this every year our Shocktober series. Uh, what it is is the whole month of October we watch nothing but Halloween or horror-related uh, films or TV shows. Uh, and we you we tally up. You get one point for a movie, a quarter point for a twenty minute to thirty minute TV show or special, and a half a point for a forty minute to hour TV episode or special. And then at the end, we tally these and crown someone the king or queen of Halloween. I am the reigning champion this year, but Adam, uh, after oh, two episodes, uh, has a slight lead. So uh, this is uh, I'm getting frightened. Uh-oh. This we'll is uh, it's perfect for the month of October because yeah, I am yeah, yeah. literally <laughs> shaking in my boots here. Um, but yeah, any, anything can happen. Uh, 
yeah, that last week can someone can jump ahead and who knows, maybe Maddie will like I have a feeling that know, is going to happen, guys. You watch know like me. seven movies yeah, in yeah. a in a day and, and take the lead. I'm but, going um, to actually you know how the guys who are in the army try to break their foot so they get out of the army? I'm going to try to do that so I can like take off work and just stay at home. And I thought you were gonna movies. say you're trying to get out of this competition, so you're <laughs> yeah. gonna try to like blind yeah, yeah, yeah. yourself. Out my eyes. And then you wouldn't technically lose if you never actually finished it. Yeah, that's I mean? true. Yeah, because it's gotta it's gotta be tough. Like there was a point where you were a winner. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 dude. Many years ago. Listen, listen. There was never a point when I was a winner in my life. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess let's just jump into it. Uh, who wants to start off? Why don't you do it, Kyle? Yeah, go for it. Okay, well, I'll start. I watched. Um, I think Maddie's talked about this before from 1980, uh, the Disney classic, The Watcher in the Woods. Oh, nice. Uh, I've never seen this before. I mean, I might have seen it as a child, but I didn't remember mm. any of it. I picked up the um, the Disney Club exclusive Blu-ray. Uh, so and this is kind of like what you do. So it's like it may be too close to home. He likes to watch. Like to watch. <laughs> it's not in the woods. It's in bathrooms. But, okay, uh, <laughs> this is way off topic. Stalls. But when we first moved in, we got this uh, for a housewarming present. Someone gave us this like a DVD of like Jenna James. It was called Blonde Beyond. <laughs> and it was just like this girl, like a blonde girl, like dancing naked, what it's have like you. A, yeah, porn But DVD. this is when like DVDs first came out. So they had like different angles. You could like take it from like a wide <laughs> shot, like a, from like a rear shot. But there was one angle where it was like you can watch from like behind the bushes. Of like her, like, <laughs> and like there was one she like dancing in like a parking lot, so you're like behind some trash cans, like sifting through. Like you can actually see like like a peeping tom. It was fucking amazing. I thought, I thought you were gonna oh, bring up our buddy. So we went to oh. the Hermitage one. It was like actually in October. We went there late at night to like see if we could see ghosts. A bunch mm. of uh, you know college kids, and uh, and uh, there we got there, and there's this light. And we're like, what the fuck is that? Like there's a light going in the middle of Hermitage. This is like midnight or something. Mm. And 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 we get there, and there's a fire going, and we're all creeped out. It turned, it, it, yeah. yeah, we thought it could have been whatever. <laughs> what we should have been doing, these two group people just going to it was just a, Yeah, it was a couple <laughs> just trying to make it. And we're like, okay, we should get out there. And our one buddy, who we won't name names, <laughs> Steve Ryder, was like, hey, guys, we should go in the, watch, the bushes and watch them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I hear so, the ghosts are in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I heard if we stay and, and watch the fire, a ghost might appear. So like, he, was, <laughs> he was trying to get a, a free show. But <laughs> so, the, the, so now that you've given us the, the, washer, the bio. Watch yeah. Um, no, so th- this is about uh, this film, uh, this family. I guess they get this uh, great deal on this like mansion like house. I guess um, what it is, though, is you have to be um, approved by the owner who lives kind of beside the house. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, I guess people have came and she's turned them down. She's looking for a specific candidate for this house. But um, and she doesn't she's not kind at all. It's actually uh, Betty Davis. Mm-hmm. And um She's kind of standoffish with everyone in the family, but loves the daughter. the the old The eldest daughter reminds her uh, of her daughter who went missing. Uh, I believe it was thirty years prior. Mm-hmm. So she ends up uh, giving them the house. They they um, get in, and uh, and because she, she's she has this weird connection with the, the daughter, and uh, and right away the eldest daughter starts seeing weird things around the house. There's, she sees like a light in the in Blowing the orbs in the woods. Just yeah, exactly. Glowing, just weird stuff is happening. She sees like this blindfolded girl in the mirror in her mirror when she's looking through it, um, and even the the young the, the youngest daughter of the family, she also has weird things where she names her dog like uh, what is it? Um, Horace? No, it's uh, not Sarah backwards, is it? N- sorry, it's Nirak. Oh, which is yeah, it's Karen backwards, yeah. which is. 
the daughter who went missing. So she has some weird connection to the daughter as well. And yeah, so it's them trying to figure out this mystery of what happened. How did this, what happened to this daughter when she went missing? Mm. It's such a um, weird uh, story too, because you don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, no. there, there's some creepy stuff. Like oh, it's yeah. probably a little too scary for young children. Um, my problem with, I really dug it and there's some, there's some, some cool visuals and, too, and whatnot. Like, yeah. What my problem is with it though is like the ending, just mm. it's so like silly. It just deflates all that like yeah. cool build up, and it's like, oh, that's what you went with. Like, where did that come? Like, it, <laughs> it came comes out of totally out of nowhere, and it's like this cool supernatural mystery they throw away for something weird. Mm-hmm. And I heard like I guess the director shot an ending, and it tested horribly with audiences. I think they actually released it in, in the theaters for like the first week with this ending, and everyone tore it apart. And then they did a second ending. Uh, and then the, eventually this is the third ending that ended up on this. With I don't want to say too... I, I guess I, I can talk about the ending that didn't make it because yeah. it didn't make well, it. I'm curious what didn't make I it. I guess the ending, original ending involved aliens. I'll just say that. Huh. Um, but none of this exists anymore? Like these endings? No, don't... I think they are on the Blu-ray. I didn't get a chance to watch them because I didn't. I wanted to move on to the next film because that's like... I don't He'll wanna... let you know in November I don't, Yeah, I don't, got time, I don't got time to waste for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> for a... No, I think that there was originally DVD that had a bunch of stuff too and I think they were going to have all these extras but then Disney made them like nix a bunch of them or something, I think. Mm. I, I think it's this one or I don't know if it's this one I'm getting mixed up with or something Wicked This Way comes because I think Disney, again, came and meddled with that one too. It's like they came up with these really ballsy... 80s kind of young adult yeah. films like Return to Oz was another one that's frightening. Uh, the Glass House or something like that. Or, mm. um, but yeah, it seems like they. But what, like they do, they they have these ideas. But then when it comes to releasing them, they meddle with it. Um, but yeah, anyways, I still enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten, even mm. with if I didn't love where it went. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of yeah, the, the build up and the mystery getting there is really cool. Right. And again, for that type of film, I I thought the the visuals, the the girl with the blindfold, I thought was kind yeah, of really and even like the yeah, there's one scene with the uh, swamp, the swamp kind of uh, yeah. comes alive and pulls her in, which was kind yeah. of dope. Uh, what else did you guys watch, or what did you guys watch? Well, I only watched two episodes of uh, The Simpsons, uh, Treehouse episode five and six, and they're still pretty good. Like, I'm kind of digging, like, up until, I'm going to say, like, nine, but we'll, we'll get there, but five and six were fucking awesome. Oh, good. So go ahead. Yeah, cool. Uh, so I just watched one thing. Uh, have you guys heard of this Valerie and her week of wonders? Yeah. yeah. This is this Czechoslovakian movie that has shown up when I was doing research for our top 100. This movie just kept showing up over and over and it's over. It's totally again. like a criterion thing, isn't it? Did they release it or? I think maybe it's. I watched. That's how I heard I about watched it. it someone there. either someone mentioned it there. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Joe Emil Juris, I, I guess, is the director. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like. I don't even know how to explain. What, what year? 1970. Okay. I don't even know how to explain the plot of this thing. Like, it's it's total surrealism. Uh, it's got like, is it like sexy? Like Emmanuel goes to like Spain or some shit like that? Or no? It's, uh, sometimes, and like it's supposed to be like her, the, this girl who's 13 or her coming into being a woman. So there is yeah. some stuff, and some of the stuff is, to be honest, kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, it, like nude. Like, is there like weird stuff where it's like this girl's too young to be nude in a yeah, film? Yeah, um, yeah. Is it, it hopefully it though? It's she was actually older. I assume no. Okay, it's just like foreign where they let that stuff slide, eh? And and none of it's like really, t- you know, too out of place. And I guess everything was, you know, I don't know. How is that possible <laughs> though? Like, I I've seen that in a couple films where like, and you read up and it's like, no, she was underage when she filmed the nudist. Like, technically, this is. 
child pornography I own on Blu-ray. How is Uh-oh. this allowed to... <laughs> take that out. Take that out. <laughs> I don't, don't want these guys... No, like no. Like, I, 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 like, totally... I, I just don't know how it works. And it's usually mm-hmm. like foreign films. It's like maybe because yeah. it, the laws are different there... But that it can be distributed. Yeah, I'm not I, I don't sure. know, and it's not like these are like you know these weird indie like the, I'm talking oh. like yeah like Criterion leases like big mm-hmm. big uh, studio kind of like I had no leases. idea, and then all of a sudden it was like what the fuck is going on, that, and like right? de- you know definitely um, uh, definitely uh, was wasn't something I was expecting with this. It seemed just like this whimsical thing where there's kind of like witches and and you know but no, everything's non sequitur like none of it makes that much sense mm-hmm. there are occasionally these incredible visuals that happen throughout it uh, to be honest i i didn't jive with this that that much i'm going to give it uh i'm going to give it six pumpkins even wow. though like it has like some of these some of the sequences are 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 beautiful and amazing but it it often one it it just didn't add up to anything for me yeah. like other than the <laughs> This is coming of age. Like it, everything seemed like you have to get into this wacky surrealism. Uh, like I watched this just before you guys came over, and I was like <laughs> in a weird spot after um, trying to figure out if there was m- much more, more there. It. And I'm kind of glad I had a week because, in my opinion, there really isn't much more. Um, just fell flat, eh? Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna yeah six six. I I, I can't imagine uh, to be honest ever revisiting this. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I finished off the day with Scream of the Wolf from 1974. This is a TV film directed by Dan Curtis and starring Peter Graves and Clint Walker. Uh, Peter Graves, he comes out of retirement. He was, like, I guess, a hunter. Um, Oh, not the host of Biography? No. (laughs) Uh, He comes out of retirement to help the local sheriff track down a wolf-like creature that has been killing uh, various townspeople i guess they find like these footprints in the the dirt or the snow i forget what it is and they start out as like four prints and then like all of a sudden it's like walking like bipedal and that goes into a man so well no just it Uh. ends there and then it disappears and then there's also like there's no scent left behind i guess the 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 police dogs would normally be able to find some kind of scent if it was an animal uh so there's something weird going on uh graves goes to uh his old partner for help um who was also you know an animal tracker hunter and was quite good at his job um but he declines stating that uh, he's kind of enjoying that the fear that it's instilling in the town because (laughs) he said it's like the first time that the the townspeople are actually alive, have any personality, or actually reacting to anything. So he refuses to help. Um, I don't want to say too much else because it's kind of like a you know a murder mystery thing. It? And is it a wolf or is it something else? And who's behind it? Uh, it 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 definitely has like that Kochak feel, the style, like the way the mm. attacks are filmed, the score, the look, everything. It feels like a Kochak episode, minus. Yeah, Darren McGavin as Kojak, right. which uh, you, you know P- Peter Graves is fine. You know he's not uh, he's not like this really boring doll guy, but he's mm-hmm. no Darren McGavin. So I think you know they should have just got him and made this like a you Kojak know movie, a third uh, Kojak movie. But I'm going to still give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. It was nice. still oh, uh, wow. I still enjoyed it. Um, That's almost what you give the like. The Night Stalker and yeah. no, I thought I gave them eight, eight point five. I think the uh, first one and the second may- one. I think I gave a seven and a half, maybe. Maybe the second one, yeah. Yeah, th- this isn't on that level, but again, it, it was still enjoyable. Um, I don't, I'm a sucker for these TV films and the, these type of films where it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's not much to it. It's like a cool mur- a murder happens and you're trying to figure it out. But is that it for the 14th guys? That's or? it for me. That is okay. Let's move on to the 15th.
Kyle, come what on. Yeah, come oh, on. Oh, you're you're going to move on? You're, you're, oh, okay. You're first. Okay. <laughs> he just needed all his fingers to count. Uh, wait till you see one of my other days. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I need two hands, uh, or three hands, sorry. Um, okay, so I started off with Cycles in Love from 1987. This is a Vinegar Syndrome number. Uh, this black horror comedy, just this strange, low-budget little... A little movie, uh, two serial killers. It's about two serial killers who, who find love, love together. And that, like Mickey and Mallory from like Natural Born Killers. No, it's <laughs> it's the whole thing is really silly. Like these are no name mm-hmm. act. Like these are definitely not actors. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's definitely this low budget affair, which may turn some people off. Uh, but it's just them getting in various misadventures, killing people, and then like, oh, we should kill one together. <laughs> we should do our first one where we murder together. And there's a side story with this cannibal plumber, and I don't know. I, what is what is going on in this movie? I, I I enjoyed it, but it's like I didn't I didn't love it. But there's something about it that like keeps mm-hmm. you wanting to watch it. But it's like there's never really any laugh out loud moments. But at the same time, yeah, like you were never you're, bored. You're interested. Yeah, you're never bored. It's shot almost documentary style, where it's like them talking to like the camera like a documentary and then mm-hmm. it goes into like them like oh this is how we first met and then goes back to them remember that time uh, and then it goes like, like a talking so, yeah kind of like a mockumentary uh you got a cheesy theme song the cycles in love where nice. it's them the two of them singing and they are definitely not <laughs> singers either um yeah it's just such this unique experience oh and there's a cool store too where they go to the video store and they're wrenching out some movies and it goes on for like five minutes of the guy just pulling out every single Friday 13th one two Three to eight, whatever. How they, and it's just them loading up on like every horror film from the 80s you can think of. So it was kind nice. of fun. I, I don't know. I always get a kick of seeing video stores again because, mm-hmm. man, do I miss them. But uh, I'm going to give it five and a half pumpkins out of 10. Oh, that, Worth a watch. But um, you almost like that. This yeah. is, are, are you trying to compensate for our special guest not being here yet? Because that was what? like almost one of his kind of reviews. No, I, again, I said, that, I said like. It's not really a good movie, but you're you're there's something about it that makes you want to watch it. But it's never like it's never funny enough. The acting is bad, but there's something that makes you want to watch right. it. Like yeah. it, it's like you're gonna watch it, you're gonna finish it, you're gonna probably get something out of it. But I can't say it's a great movie. Like I'm not excited to revisit it again. Yeah. But I would also say everyone should watch it because it's it's kind of a unique experience, I guess. Awesome. Um, yeah. What did you guys watch? I watched The Devil's Reign from '75. Um, Have you guys seen this? Oh, yeah. I like that movie. Is this with <laughs> Ernest Borgnine? Yes. Yeah. I haven't Borgnine seen this. And William Shatner, which something is fucked up about this movie because, uh, okay, there is this... Uh, William Shatner did cult. a lot of great like 70s, yeah. 80s horror films. It is so weird because this cult um, is run by Ernest Borgnine and they need this book of souls to uh, take over or birth bath mat or something like that. So William Shatner is part of the family that's trying to stop him and get in there. So as and he Tom, goes and Tom, to f- isn't it Tom? Yeah, what, what's the guy's name? Tom um, Scared, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the cat, um, as he tries to get the uh, cult leader to give him the book and shit like that, he um, his eyes go missing. So it looks in some scenes like it's Michael Myers, which is kind of fucked up. Oh, so I'm curious right. what came before. This Halloween, is before Halloween. This is before, yeah. which is kind of fucked up, right? Like, well, you yeah. See that, it, I'm well, like, Halloween is based on a William Shatner mask. That's exactly right? it. Like, I, th- I thought, isn't it? it, it they, they got it from this mask. I think they did. They took like 
Oh, the uh, one of the the Devil's masks Rain? used in this one, and, and use that as the basis to like oh. start. The, I think I believe uh, that would that make sense actually then. makes a ton of sense. Anyways, I had a blast with this. The effects were awesome. The story's kind of cool. Ernest Borgnine is fucking yeah. The, there's nothing to it, but it's just like yeah. insane. Yeah, there's just like this. Um, the Devil's Reign is this a uh, vase of trapped souls that he has, and every time you look at it, it's just like a TV screen of people like, "Help me, get me out of here!" But it's like mm. raining inside the sink. It looks you didn't even so mention cool. too, aren't they? Like, don't they turn into like these goat kind of devil? Yeah, yeah, with the horns and shit yeah. yeah it's fucking awesome man and uh, the only my I, I remember my only problem with it is like the ending where they there's like all these people melting it goes on for like five ten minutes <laughs> yeah it might be like ten yeah. minutes and it's like at first it's like well this is looks cool this yeah. effect and it goes on for another minute okay yeah oh and it keeps and then like yeah. ten minutes later you're like holy that's fuck, like sometimes <laughs> yeah. what happens i think in these movies we're like holy shit look yeah. what we can do <laughs> that i think they need to again you notice it after like Five minutes, you're like, all right, let's yeah. wrap this up. This is a movie I feel is kind of underrated. Yeah. Like, I feel a lot mm-hmm. of people don't like it. And I remember when I watched it the first time, I loved it. The second time, I didn't win it for top 100. I thought it would have made, and it didn't quite make mm-hmm. it there. But I still think it's, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a I fun had experience. I had a ton of yeah. fun with it. I wasn't bored. It was fucking awesome. I liked the characters. The effects were cool. I'm giving it 7.5 pumpkins, man. Nice. Did you get the uh, Severn Blu-ray for that? Or? I watched it on um, oh, Shutter. Prime. Oh, okay. oh sh- Prime. Oh, my, either one. Yeah, I think it was yeah. my Shutter. Um so I, I watched uh, 30 Rock. Uh, this is their uh, Stone Mountain is what it's called, but it's a, the Halloween episode. It's actually kind of a week. 30 Rock. Which one is this? It's one that I don't remember to, them like, having any good Halloween episodes. They're trying to invite, get invited to gay Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Where the, yeah, the, the nerdy writers are trying to get invited yeah. to gay Halloween. And so Jenna is try, at first trying to suck up to them. They're trying to yeah. suck up to her. And then the other subplot is... Is Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin go down to the South because oh, Alec Baldwin yeah. wants to find a real comedian that speaks like the, the real uh, Americans? Ventriloquist, Jeff uh, Je- Jeff Dunham, yeah. which just yeah. having that guy on the show like devalues it. It really does, doesn't it? Uh, I'm going to give it six pumpkins. Yeah, okay. wasn't that wasn't that Halloween? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it? them I having mm. too many good. Yeah, Halloween. like there's a Halloween party and people are dressed yeah. up, but, but nothing yeah. great. I was hoping Dan would have been here for me to talk about this film, but. Black Devil from Hell, Black Devil Doll from Hell from 1984. Uh, direct, this is uh, shot in video trash. Uh, directed by Chester Novel Turner, who also did Tales from the Quaited Qua- 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 Zone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the like the. Uh, it's weird. This guy, this guy, is like totally two. He's only done two movies. They're total amateur hour. Like I'm, I'm talking, mm-hmm. the audio was like reco- recorded on location and like mm-hmm. left as is. The score, I kid you not, he's got one of those Casillo keyboards with like the drum loops and stuff and does like, (laughs) like it's so, yeah. uh, the video, like even when they would do shoot on video, they would usually probably shoot on like a higher quality video. This looks like it's shot like on the the video that like we would shoot on, you know, with our budget. But for some reason, these, this guy's films have this huge cult following. Like there's like DVD special editions and I know like they're getting re-releases. That's crazy. The, the, the Tales from the Quaid Zone is like one of the most expensive VHS tapes. Like I think if you can find it, it sells for like 500, 600 mm-hmm. American bucks. Um, That's like the Her- Herschel uh, Gordon-Lewis, Gordon Lewis, yeah. which who I watched last year and was like, 
I think is, this is a different. Like I've I've seen his. I know those are bad too. But this is like. But like they're huge. Like that guy's got a huge yeah. cult following too. But you haven't. You only did you see all his? Maybe he got better. I don't know. Which one did you watch? Blood Feast. Blood Maybe you watched his first yeah. or something. Blood Feast. I remember being bad. But I like, think that's one of his early films. Wizard too, of Gore. I think was okay. Maybe I'll watch it this and to weekend. The, to though, the, yeah. the one thousand maniacs supposed yeah. to get or whatever. But uh, so, anyways, yeah, I wrote. I would love to force Adam to sit through this one. <laughs> <laughs> he would not appreciate the awfulness of this at all. Uh, so it opens up. We have this uh, church-going woman. She's a virgin. She's saving herself for marriage. Um, and her friend's like, I oh, should come to a bar and we'll get you laid. And she's like, no. You know, she's like this innocent <laughs> woman. But she goes to the store and purchases this dummy. Uh, the woman says, like, yeah, this, this dummy's really weird. Like, I've, I've sold it, and it always ends up back at the store. Um, but uh, so she gets this dummy, and she sets out there, and she's like, yeah, no one will ever see I'm saving myself or something. She gets in the shower, and the dummy, like, comes to life and starts oh, watching her. Oh, that's amazing. And, like, he pulls back the, the, the shower curtain <laughs> and watches her and then imagines himself, like, fucking her. <laughs> like the dummy? You're the dummy, yeah. All so, right. um, and then, and then we, we cut to, he actually later on attacks her and like the attack scene is like done, I guess they didn't have the budget to have him attack her. So it's like a, st- it's like done in stills. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then, and, but then it, so then it cuts and she's tied up and this dummy rapes her and she likes it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the dummy disappears. And then she's just to the next morning, <laughs> she's waking up, she wakes up and she's walking around and she's like. Come on, where are you, Mr. Wonderful? Where are you? And there's like this romantic tune playing in the oh, background. I'm like, what is going on? Crazy. She's just totally aroused. And like, so she can't find him, but she gives up all her religious stuff. She throws all her Bible and her Jesus statues and everything. And now she's got the taste of uh, dick, I guess. <laughs> so she goes, around, dick. <laughs> she goes around trying to like, there's like this, I don't know if he's a homeless guy that's selling stuff out front of her house. She invites him over. She picks up a guy at a bar. And no one is doing it for her. No one can live up to the, uh, the dummy. Dick? The dummy. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, th- th- there's a great line I wrote down. So she sleeps with this guy that she picked up at a bar. And um, um, what does he say? Uh, the anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> the men I've been with don't seem to be able to turn me on, but I know who can. And the guy's like, well, I've been told that I've got away with the ladies, but you're not doing anything for my re- reputation. And she's like, because that's what I wasn't trying to. I was only trying to satisfy my sexual needs that I have been suppressing foolishly for all these years. <laughs> it's like, there's just, and it, oh, you, yeah, this movie, Kyle, man. Can, can you say that again, but slowly yeah. for me? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess like yeah, so it's and then it's her going out trying to find this dummy to uh get some loving again from it. Um it has a crazy ending. I just yeah, when it wrote when it ended, I wrote down, "What the fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> hey. I don't know if to I don't know how to rate a movie like this. It was bad. Yeah. Um but I'm kind of glad I watched it. I kind of want to force everyone to watch it. <laughs> like enough. I would want to experience this in a group other than I guess it's kind of rapey. Yeah, but and I wonder, like this actress who didn't really like she's not an actress, so it's probably like a, his friend, some forty-year-old mm-hmm. woman that is like starred in this movie where she fucks a, a dummy, yeah, and has to be like, oh yeah, give it to me, your big <laughs> dummy cock. Anyways, <laughs> wait, wait, can you say that again, but slowly? <laughs> I'm gonna give this four and a half pumpkins out of ten. Oh, no. I, I don't know how to rate it. It's like yeah. it's totally awful, but it's like it's worth watching. You're never gonna watch again. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I might be in the mood for like that really bad, insane movie about a woman <laughs> fucking a dummy. But yeah, anyways, a weird one. What did you guys watch? What else? Uh, I watched um, Night Flyer 
from uh, 1997. I had a blast with this movie. It's pretty much this uh, vampire is going into different small fuck town uh, airports and just sucking the blood out of all the people that work at the airports and just flying away. And there's this like almost like a National uh, Enquirer journalist who's like brutal, just kind of like no mercy, no, uh, he's ruthless. He's going to find the story on this vampire. So he's going in and like, is he real? Is he not real? And the vampire knows he's following him. So he's like, Leaving a message like "Stop following me," or else you're gonna regret it, and all that shit. And this, yeah, it's it M- Miguel cool, Ferrer. Ferrer. Fer- Fer- we, yeah. we, I've talked about this several times. Yeah, you're kind of going through all my, like my hit list, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These well, are all movies I love. Yeah, this movie is great. And it, this it's George Clooney's cousin. Remember, we've yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, we've talked yeah, about yeah, this. Right. Yeah, and no one believed yeah. me. Stephen King. Uh, <laughs> that's because you're always lying. Story, but um, <laughs> yeah, this is one that's like I'm dying. Everyone's waiting mm. to get this on Blu-ray, but I guess the guy that owns it, I think, is a, the same guy that owns the, the North American rights to uh, Dawn of the Dead. This, this was made for ridiculous, TV, right? Like um, this was definitely like. It, I think it was a video. Yeah. I think it was video release because mm-hmm, it's kind of violent. And maybe too. and maybe in like other countries it got a theatrical. But yeah, it's unfortunate that that guy owns those two and Martin. And like, so th- these movies are sitting there not to be released because he uh, thinks you're going to still sell $5 million yeah, of uh, Blu-ray of Night Flyer. No, you might. The vampire looks so fucking cool, too. Like, it was... You're not, Matty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're not. But... I think if you're a big movie like Dawn yeah. of the Dead, you're going to sell yeah. like 5,000 copies yeah. or something. Anyways, um, I'm going to 7.5 pumpkins. Yeah, I dug it. Cool. All right, so I watched uh, The Banishing from 2020. Uh, have either of no, you... No, it's on like a Shutter exclusive, oh, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I feel like that's by somebody, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is Christopher Smith. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, so that's the one of the reasons why... What's I w- that Christopher Smith done? Triangle. Yeah, and I've heard good things about oh, okay. that too, actually. Awesome. Uh, I could tell that you didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't quite like this one. It's got an interesting premise. It's a haunted house movie, but it's this woman that's going to... And her daughter that are, it's going to live with this, this vicar who's taking over... This this fairly uh, prestigious job at some church out in the country, mm-hmm. um, and, and they get to live in this beautiful manor house as, as part of it. But instantly, something is wrong with yeah, the house. Something's up. There's a bo- bunch of it's it's the 1930s, so there's a bunch of allegorical stuff to Hitler taking over and people being sympathetic to to Nazis. Uh, None of it really lands pr- for me. Ham fisted or what? Yeah, it's pretty ham fisted. Have you the liked scares. this guy's previous films? Like, I really love Triangle. Like, uh, have you seen Severance or Creep or Black? Uh, Death? I, I think I saw Black Death when it first came out. It was one that That's the Sean B number. I, I like to, that one. So I think Severance is one that you might you might dig. But sorry, anyways. That's, uh, yeah, don't, didn't uh, dig what, it. Everything was it Creep the uh, Subway one. Or was it yeah, creep the like, Subway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just found everything kind of. Uh, wrote like you've seen all of this before yeah, nothing is that interesting new. and I, I thought the directing like he tries to kind of play with some time stuff and imagery with mirrors and uh, I was fairly bored with it yeah. so I'm going to give it five pumps. mind yeah. you his last two films or couple films he did <laughs> Get Santa <laughs> about some comedy where they're trying to get Santa with uh, Warwick is that Warwick Davis Warwick oh. Davis uh, anyway does he play Santa because I would watch that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Take a wild guess and say he's an elf. Say he's an elf. Yeah, or maybe he's a leprechaun. Maybe he's like uh, they get all the guys from like other like holidays. Like I'll get like a leprechaun. We'll get the tooth fairy. We'll all team up. We'll get Santa. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jump in with two quickly. These are just two episodes. Uh, uh, Rograd season eight, Curse of Werewolf. 
Werewolf from 2002. Uh, this is the, the the baby's first Halloween. Angelica, who's the older sister. Are these full episodes? This one is, yeah. Oh, okay. 20 minutes long. Uh, she, she she convinces them that uh, whatever they Just checking, just checking. Yeah, right? No, yeah. <laughs> that, was like I, that was such an accusatory tone. Well, yeah. no, if it was, I would only I would make yeah. sure I watched two to equal the, yeah. the, the quarter Like point. I did with... Yeah, yeah. Peppa the Pig, I watched um, like three of those. Yeah, of course. Uh, this is actually like, Nickelodeon did decent stuff. I know it's like a kid's cartoon, but like, like I'm I'm, I'm not counting, I'm not even bothering trying to uh, watching any of that shit anymore, the really young stuff, but I think yeah. this is something that like listeners may like even. Mm-hmm. Our, like I know people are into their into this, but anyway, she convinces the babies that uh, whatever their dress is for Halloween, they're going to stay as forever, unless they give her all the candy, then she'll turn them back because she's going to be a princess. Uh, it takes place at a trick-or-treating amusement park, which is kind of cool. There's some fun mm-hmm. costumes. Uh, seven pumpkins out of ten. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about it. Again, it's just a fun, you know, if you, again, some of these things you got to, if you get a feeling you got to watch some of these, some of these yeah. things, and uh, that's, I would rather watch that than a lot of them. This one I kind of watched more for me. Like, the kids took off like two minutes into it. The last Halloween from 1991. Anyone remember this? No. No. So this was produced by Hanna-Barbera. It's a live action um, special they did, though, that aired on Halloween night. I remember being so excited, and I don't think, I think I came in, like, and saw the last five minutes, because I always hate when they do stuff like that. They yeah, aired on Halloween night trick when you're all trick-or-treating. Yeah. So you missed it. ILM did the special effects for it, which is crazy. I get, And it's one of the first, I don't know if it's one of the first, but it's, this is like where they, ILM, the, the aliens are completely CGI and then they're put on with the live action. Huh. Um, but yeah, it's these aliens are sent to Earth to find this rare material known as Kubi, which turns out to be candy. Uh, Rhea Perlman is in there from Cheers oh, awesome. and Richard Maul are like the two villains. And I guess they're doing these uh, experiments to come up with the secret to eternal youth. But I guess by doing that, I think I've seen this. They're yeah. draining Crystal Lake. <laughs> Awesome. Which um, Crystal Lake is a main power source for the candy factory, and that's where the one main kid's dad works. Yeah, I so it's going to shut down, and all movie. and all the adults work there too. So they're all going to lose their jobs. It's like Goonies, and they gotta yeah. I, save it before I the town think gets shut down. My dad taped this so we could watch. Yeah, it, it would have been later. Like, we would have been yeah. out around the age when it. You know, we would have been the perfect age for it. Um, yeah, it's 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 not it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's like that really bad cheesy family movie very sentimental the er, the CGI it's very early CGI I mean it's passable but it's it's not good anymore I'm gonna still give it seven or sorry six pumpkins out of ten How did you watch this uh, YouTube I oh, don't, okay. it's like a shitty transfer yeah. too because it's never I'm surprised it's never really mm-hmm. got another release because I guess maybe it wouldn't hold up with kids these days yeah. but. Uh, yeah, it was kind of fun, just like revisiting. Did your kids watch this with you? No, again, they took off like a minute or two yeah. into it. They were <laughs> they're not interested in any of the shit I put on. Not um, even the Rugrats. Uh, Rugrats was their choice. They actually, yeah, yeah they, they right. watched that and then but they you want to watch a live action thing with Rita Perlman from like nineteen. Yeah, they don't care about these. Yeah, any of these older specials or cartoons. Although they, <laughs> he watched one of them later on. I'll talk about. But yeah, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to kind of re- remember that. Yeah, like when I saw, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember never being able to get to yeah. watch it. So I'm glad I went. I did trick or treat in that year because that was a better choice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Uh, what else did you guys watch? I watched a Hotel Transylvania 2. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to give it. It's Hotel Transylvania 2. I'm going to give it, I don't know, 6.5. I, I don't think I've bored. Se- I don't think I've seen the second one. I've seen, yeah. I think I've seen all three, and I don't, need, I don't enjoy oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, this one is better than the... Uh, um, which is the one where they go on the cruise ship? That that's is three, part right? three, yeah. Okay, this yeah, one when uh, she ends up pregnant, and uh, they're trying to get the kid to become a vampire, and they don't know if he's going to be a vampire or a human. So it's like I like like all the takes on the Universal yeah. monsters, but like mm-hmm. I don't enjoy. 
But uh, this one was actually wasn't bad. Like, my God, it's kind of mind-numbingly okay. And you're, Kyle, you're always down with the Sandman, so it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I finished my night off with... Grim! Yeah. Grim, uh, Grim, Grim, Grim. So, uh, this... Hey, you guys think the Grims have dreams? <laughs> this is Adam in a sleepover, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> you, think, you think Grims have, like, aspirations? <laughs> you think they want to be bankers one day? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you, you, you get the show yet, man. Maddie's like really <laughs> down. No you, Maddie's like uh, just loves ripping on you for watching this Grim. Man. I have no idea what it's about. I just think it's funny. <laughs> He's been talking about it like every day for know, every but... episode for like two years. You have no clue what it's about. <laughs> well, it's like these people who have to like take care of these Grims. <laughs> okay, well, which one was it? <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Revelation. This this is they're now after the guy that's got the scalp uh, scalped. Head's jacket, uh, and yeah. uh, the the Grim is a guy that can see <laughs> the monsters. Oh, the monsters aren't the Grims. No. Oh well, come on. The Vessen are the monsters. Uh, they don't call them Grims. No. Oh well, then the Vessen see the Grim and they go Grim oh. every every time because they're they don't like them because traditionally they kill them. Anyways, you guys think Vessens have dreams? Jeez. <laughs> Just let him get through this. <laughs> uh, you think they want to be a banker one day? <laughs> Give me this eight. It's a great episode. It's <laughs> season three, episode 13. It's like the best episode of the season. I it know. is the best episode. Maddie's ruining it for you. I'm Jesus. not even talking about it. Go on. Okay. I, uh, one of my favorite. I'm paying attention to like Rugrats. Like, Rugrats is fucking awesome. You're, actually, you're talking about a show that's actually probably good. You've totally become something, a fan. Like, yeah. something that I could actually see both <laughs> of you, you potentially watch I would. I will probably, again, what scares me is that it's TV and I have 100 TV shows mm-hmm. to watch, but it is something I will look and probably grab on Blu-ray if it's on like one of those Amazon specials. I guess it's not like streaming anywhere, is it? I'm sure like, I would like it. Maybe Peacock. Yeah, I think it's an NBC. Like Peacock. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, one of my favorite movies of the month so far from 1988, Primal Rage, uh, written by Umberto Lenzi, who is like the king of Italian shock mm. cinema. Uh, effects by Carlo R- uh, Rambaldi. Rambaldi who did like the uh, he did the uh, effects for ET Close Encounters King Kong mm. Alien so somehow this little horror film got this big pedigree um special effects guy and that's probably why we're talking about it now you're not even drinking and, and you're uh, <laughs> are, are, are you get you're the smells the smells getting too coffee gives me the uh, the gas i guess i don't know <laughs> uh, maybe i'm just a gassy man but uh anyways uh so it it's uh the scientist at a Florida university uh creates this rage virus he's he's trying to do these he's doing these experiments on apes and animals and stuff trying to figure out this come up with this formula to restore dead brain tissue um this journalist is investigating the experiments he's going to uh he he's chickens out breaking in but his his friend at the the uh, college paper says i'll go in and, and do it give me your camera and while he's there the baboon uh breaks out uh, and bites him, and uh, and then it it gets he it dies, but like he becomes infected. Twenty eight days later, essentially. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. He becomes infected. And he, yeah, exactly. He kind of becomes a zombie, kind of sickly looking. His body's slowly dying and falling apart, but he also gains this like brute strength and this furious madness. Um, and this virus spreads across. Uh, it eventually gets to these like three despicable like you hate these three dudes. They're kind of rapey, although thankfully it never fully goes into the rape because that would have 
turned off this type of film. You don't need it. Um, but anyways, these three guys get bitten, and uh, they're going to go on a killing spree at a Halloween party, the big awesome. uh, school Halloween party, which is great. Um, they just they have this great look. They're dressed in like these skeleton costumes with these black capes and these glowing eyes. So I don't know. They look cool as they're going around killing people and then eventually chasing down the leads. Um, all the costume party, uh, the costumes of the Halloween party are great because I guess you have a special effects guy creating them. So that like it's some of the best costumes I've seen. Yeah. Seen in a, a movie for like when they you know for Halloween parties and stuff. So that was kind of worth it alone. Uh, yeah, you get zombie like people decapitations. Uh, bloody deaths. Uh, I had a blast with this one. I'm going to give it awesome. eight pumpkins out of ten. Cool. And I got one more for the night. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else? No, that, I, that's I, it for me. I'm, I'm tapped out. Okay, one more. I uh, Again, I, I said I was going to try to get through the Amityville uh, films, so now I've moved on to the ones that Vinegar Syndrome released. These are each film, these are like films where they don't take place in the Amityville house. What it is is each film is about a, an artifact from that house oh, okay. that like in this yeah. in this case this old woman um uh buys a, a creepy lamp at a yard sale that from, from the house and is it called you know, like Amityville Curse like what's it called this Am- one's, Amityville Lamp this one's Amityville oh. Horror The Evil Escapes ah. from 1989 <laughs> so it's part 4 um, Evening Shade. It just got. <laughs> that actually would be pretty good. It it's one. such a silly thing. It's kind of like you're going to use Amityville, but you're not going to take place in the house. Okay. It's like okay. let's. It's just some capitalizing the yeah. name. I yeah. think. I think the Amityville name is public domain. If you look it up, there's like 25 yeah, Amityville it's crazy. films. Uh, now, but anyways, this one opened, this is like when they still had somewhat of a budget. Uh, it opens up a group of priests are heading into the home uh, to cleanse it of evil, and you know he sees like this. Um, uh, he sees the lamp and there's like a face in it or something, whatever. He, he gets, I, I guess he gets knocked out or something. He ends up in the hospital uh, and every, all, everything in the house gets sold off. Um, this lamp, like I said, this, as I mentioned earlier, this old woman uh, buys it and she's like, ah, oh, this will be a fun gift to send to my sister. I, she likes buying her these weird, she got a lot of money, these weird kind of quirky gifts. So she buys it, and when she gets it, she cuts her hand on it or something. And And, uh, later on, she becomes infected and eventually dies of this. But the lamp does end up at the sister's house. Uh, The sister has her uh, daughter and her grandkids are moving in. I guess her husband recently passed away, uh, the the daughter's husband. And uh, so they're going to stay there as they figure, because they're tight on money, and she's going to go back to school to become a teacher. Um, and then just weird stuff, as you would expect, uh, happens in the Amityville house. It, it kind of goes through um, all, all the stuff you would uh, expect. In the, it's, flies. Yeah, flies and, um, yeah. House saying get out. <laughs> exactly. And it's all Slimy because this, this lamp is evil. Um, I don't know. I kind of dig this more. Oh, than, yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought these would be pure trash. I kind of had fun. Like, it just felt really genuine. And, like, the characters mm. were likable and the dialogue felt genuine. Like, it felt... Like these were real family. I don't know. Maybe it was just in that right mood, and the mm. acting was pretty good. Um, I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Ooh. I had fun with it. Um, yeah. Oh, oh look who's here! Perfect so timing. just coming through the door is Danny Bazanko, our secret guest star. <laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll wah, have wah, wah, it, wah. A perfect timing because we're just about to go on to another day. Yeah. So we'll we'll uh, take a pause here, get him set up, and then we'll come back with uh, October sixteenth. So, 
We're ready to go on the next day. Danny yeah, is here. Danny Bazenko. Uh, I am back. This Two has been years? this is yeah, it's been a, a while. Uh, well, COVID kind of like that whole year was a bit of a, a wash. Yeah. So. Oh, just brutal. I do miss all you fine fellows. <laughs> like the handsomeness in this room is just I know you guys yeah. can't see us, but they definitely <laughs> yeah. have to invest in video because Millionaires, millionaires, my friends. You. We I love that you came like topless too. <laughs> I know it's so weird. Like, you, well, you're, figured... you're, in the, you're in the mood. Well, he's got tassels on. Yeah. Well, I have the skull tassels. Like, I'm hoping you, know, you watch Elvira or something. That, I actually know. was covering that. I got Kyle tattooed above my nipple because you know that's <laughs> like, what like my Tom wife Arnold. Really <laughs> <laughs> uh, so should we dive in? I yeah, I, yeah. I think I'm going to dive in today. Yeah, yeah, you be- start off for the 16th. Um, so I watched. Uh, Abbott and Costello meet the mummy. So I watched. Oh, I watched the the one before that. Oh, the Invisible uh, Man. Yeah. Um, I was like, almost. That would have been so weird. If, uh, uh, how fucked up would that be if you guys actually watched like the uh, Abbott and Costello on the close, same though, day? Yeah. Close. Did you do Playhouse? No. They've been doing these like two bucks on Saturdays, like the matinee shits. Uh, so did you you skip this yeah. one right? Because this one came out before the mummy. Because that's why that's why I did this. Yeah, one I, I couldn't get that. The oh, Invisible yeah. Man, and I I read that it doesn't matter. It's well, well, yeah, they never they don't matter. This, yeah, we'll, I'll talk about. You're it, not missing ahead. important beats in the Mummy for not seeing the Invisible Man. So, so basically, this is like um, an archaeologist dies after he's taken a medallion and a mummy from a tomb, and now Abbott and Costello are kind of get wrapped into get wrapped. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they, you got it. Um, sorry, that's some Maddie humor there. <laughs> Uh, they get they get brought into this uh, this kind of world, and everybody's trying to fight over the medallion. Uh, there's a lot of you know, like the first one, um, kind of misconstrued uh, c- c- ideas about what's mm. going on, and and people don't believe them, and they don't believe each other. Overall, this is just kind of a worse version of Frankenstein. Frankenstein, which I really really love, but I, I you know definitely had some some issues with yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this I had more issues even though I still had a lot of fun there's some great yeah, like, good jokes mm-hmm. I kind of want to go and watch because some of their best movies are the non-horror ones so I, I know Shout Factory mm-hmm. put out a box set on Blu-ray and it's like I don't know if it's every single one because I think there's some public domain but it's like 20 of these films so I want to grab that because I kind of mm-hmm. I've seen some clips of their non-horror and they look like a lot of fun so yeah they're great comedians yeah, Like, yeah. And, and they still are in this, they're starting to get a little bit long of the tooth you can kind of yeah. tell like you know, this is seven years later from Frankenstein and not quite as energetic, maybe, with Luke Costello. I'm going to give it 6.5 pumpkins still. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Good, well, right? I guess I should just jump in quickly yeah. with mine. So I watched... Uh, Perfect Saturday morning movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You get some cereal and some milk. You actually feel like a kid again, right? Yeah. Like sit cross-legged in front of the TV in a black and white TV. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I watched uh, the... the in, I've been Costello Meet the Invisible Man. This is from 51... Uh, yeah, so in this one, they're they're detectives. Uh, they're hired by the Invisible Man to help and them. And Vincent Price doesn't play the Invisible Man in this. No. That's he, unfortunate. He, he never played it, yeah. He does the that, voice yeah. in yeah. the, in the, in the uh, Frankenstein at the end. Yeah, of and it. he oh, never did right. it again. Yeah, it would have been so much better. Mind you, I guess for this plot, it might not have worked. So this one, uh, the Invisible Man hires them to uh, help him find out who framed him for the murder of his manager. He's a boxer. He's like a famous boxer. Um it's exactly what you expect. You're getting a lot of invisible gags. If you've seen The Invisible Man, you've seen an Abbott and Costello. Let's combine the two. Um, there, there's some fun stuff where uh, I guess Lou has to go into the ring and do this because it, it's all about like mafia and they, um, they're they're um, 
uh, I guess, paying off people to uh, to lose the the match and, and whatnot. So Lou has to go in and do a boxing match, but then Visible Man is secretly going to be boxing for him. And there's there's some fun gags. Um, this one, the horror elements are barely. It's like the Invisible Man, which the horror elements are barely there. But at least that one has like where they met, you know the serum makes him go mad. This mm-hmm. one, they mentioned that the serum will make you go mad if you stay invisible too long. But then they, they never touch upon it. Yeah. It's like it's forgotten about. And it's more of kind of this, uh, yeah, just trying to figure out who is behind this and then trying to, you know, uh, get this guy to go free. Uh, I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten. I always enjoy Invisible Man gags. I enjoy mm-hmm. stuff floating by itself. And, you know, there's, there's a scene where the Invisible Man gets drunk at the bar and there's all kind of hijinks happening there. I love the gag whatnot. where there's a drunk who sees something that he shouldn't see. Then he, like, looks at the bottle and he just, like, dumps the <laughs> bottle out after yeah. he does. Is this movie, like, It actually doesn't that? have that. Uh, Maybe because that had already been done. Like, uh, you have to think, remember, these films came out, like, when the Universal Monster movies were long done. So... All these monsters yeah. probably had five sequels by then or something. Yeah. So by this time, all those gags had probably been done five times. Um, but yes, yeah, <laughs> I think Costello want to freshen it up. That's what you're saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, are uh, you going to try to get some more of them over the? I'm going to try to do the Mummy next. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think those. I don't have the Karloff um, or the Ghost. Yeah, I don't have. Or yeah, or is it? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Hyde, I think, is one of them, right? And oh, then, maybe there's that and then one there's too. Karloff the Killer. And then um, there's... Uh, yes, those ones. I only have the ones because I have the Universal Monsters box set that has all the Universal Monster movies, so they have those. But because there is no, you know, Dr. Hyde and stuff aren't included in those, the only way to get all those is in the, the Shell Factory set. So I, I yeah. need to grab that. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I definitely am enjoying these films enough. They're not... They're kind of something that would be great for a Sunday afternoon. You throw something on harmless in the background that you don't want to think about too much. Uh, Danny. What have you Danny, watched, buddy? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get you in on I, this. I just, I haven't been here in two years. Yeah. And one of the things I really want to point out is some things never change. So yeah. <laughs> every single time we did a podcast, it's normally Kyle being like, so I got to buy this. Yeah. I got to buy this. <laughs> I got to buy this. Well, now, I, it, now it's turned into me convincing like Adam oh, that crazy. he's got to buy stuff and Maddie. <laughs> I know. And spending all their pay. spending is, our money. <laughs> is, is your basement full now? Like I've been in your basement. It's crazy. Becky, what you Becky have. would say so, but uh, <laughs> I, I would more. There's corners, there's crevices you can fit in. Okay, so one of the movies that I watched, I haven't watched a lot of films. I unfortunately have not been able to do a lot of stuff. One of the movies I'm sure you guys have talked about is the movie Us, the Netflix yep. movie. Oh. The Jordan Peele movie. It yes. wasn't a Netflix yeah, movie. movie. It's no. on Netflix. Yeah. That was a pretty it's on Netflix. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. 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 The, on Netflix. The big theatrical. You're talking the big boys yeah. here, man. Yeah, come on. Uh, don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Jordan yeah. Peele movie. Uh, and next time, we're going to tell you to get out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I walked into us just blind, and yep. I absolutely loved it. I it? it was one of probably more of my favorite kind of what the hell's going to happen mm-hmm. movies. I've gotten to the point where I'm not looking into stuff before I go into That's it. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's really considered a horror movie, but well, we've talked about this because there are like crazy horror elements, but it feels more like a Twilight Zone episode no, than it's an actual a horror, horror, horror movie. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a horror film. Twilight Zone is actually really good because that's yeah. how I explained it to people. Like yeah. working behind the bar. You end up being very bored and talking to people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what I do is talk about movies. Us is one of those movies where I just was from the get-go blown away. The way they wrapped it up in the end, I thought was beautiful. It was neat. It was weird. So you like that. That was my problem with the ending. I think when you start picking that film apart, you kind of realize that it doesn't, it's kind of, it doesn't make any sense. It... 
Yeah, like th- that's almost what it, it 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 does end on like this. If you if you think about it too too closely, because Jordan Peele's like the smart, he's the smart right. uh, horror director with this and and Get Out, and then I'm like, I don't think this is really that smart. I think Get Out definitely is, but uh, I think there's a lot of subtext to the movie that I I enjoy. I know mm. more than Kyle does. Like I I don't necess- you know more than Kyle. I totally agree. <laughs> I, I don't think it sticks the landing not quite uh, either. Even though I I really like this movie, and it, it would have right. been. Probably in my top fifty. If we did a top fifty of the decade horror movies, yeah. like it would have been close. It didn't make your top twenty-five. Didn't no. make my top. One 25. of the th- second things I wanted to point out was I've been here for ten minutes and Kyle's already called me out once. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Come on, come on, come on!" Then he's like, "Well, actually, yeah. you yeah. talk about one movie and he's kind of rips all over it." <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying again. This, well, yeah, I am going to rip on you. We yeah. rip on each other tons. Yeah. Uh, I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you feel. I don't think. Yeah, if you listen to this episode, we rip on each other equally. Um, but yeah, now no, you got uh, sensitive. Wow, the last two years you've gotten sensitive. No, I, I was just wow. gonna say again. I'm not saying like I understand a lot of people. I'm definitely in the minority on that one. A lot of people yeah. love that film. Right. I was just thrown out that you know I th- I thought it was a good film, but I had a problem with the ending on it. Um, yeah. I did you did you watch it once or twice? I've seen it twice. I enjoyed. We saw it in theaters, right? Yeah. We did the see it in theaters together. Yeah. Watching it after yeah. I knew the ending the second time. Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that more than I think the first time watching it. Yeah, for some reason because like there's just a little bit more you kind of catch it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it, it definitely it wasn't high up. It was probably five and a half pumpkins for me. Oh wow! What? <laughs> so wait. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you said. No, no, no. Okay, this is this is the reason <laughs> yeah. why. Whoa, 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 whoa! Before Wait. I get shit on by all three of you, this is the reason why. I have set this level. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you I do these. You just come in right away, just yeah. like love this movie. This movie's great. I'm giving it like a D minus. A D minus. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> Seven is a normal ten for me now because I want movies that aren't so what they need to be now to be accepted. There's something about movies that have been done in the last 10 years where I want it to be upped a little bit more where seven has now become my 10 in pumpkins. Danny, thank you. Thank you. You have lived up to your name. <laughs> Thank you. I no, would have been no. disappointed if you gave this like an eight or something. Yeah. It's like you got to talk how great it is and be like 5.5. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> I, I enjoy this You're movie. You're going to shit I on... To oh, people. man. But it's seven now. Seven's my threshold because I always there's mark nothing too ab- high. There's nothing about seven? <laughs> Not that I've seen in the last two years. <laughs> Not that I've out? seen in the last two years. I don't think there's did anything see, that's... Did come- you get out? I have. It's well, seven. Well, <laughs> okay. Did you watch Midsummer? Midsummer is a seven. I actually want to talk about Midsummer. Okay, okay yeah, let's wait. Okay. Let's wait. Right. I really, really let's want wait. to talk about. I'm spoiling it, Maddie. Yeah. Now yeah, we know. Okay, we... okay, 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 okay. I'll stop. I'll I stop. want to hear him talk about Midsummer. How great it was, and then give it a low ring. But yeah. now we know he's actually going to give yeah. it. Yeah. A you know what? Well, I give it. He's going to talk, talk about how much he hates it, and then give it a seven. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Danny doesn't come. <laughs> But to me, yeah, D- J- Danny, just letting you know, we totally rip apart each other all the time. This is just I'm not sensitive, buddy. I 100% know my role here, and I'm going to do it. You know what? I actually yeah. wrote down, like, even in my book, I was, like, scratching off. Kyle's going to give me shit for that. <laughs> if you need it, there are some, no, like, that cleaning says right behind you if you want to wipe that tears, buddy. Talk about whatever you... Again, yeah. we, if you listen to our top 100, you see we all kind of have our taste, like... 
I'll shit on that, but I'm the guy that is going to go watch some shitty 70s animal attack film. Maddie's going to watch whatever trash he watches, Puppet Masters. And uh, Adam's going to watch some foreign film that no one has heard of or can pronounce. So we all have our, uh, you know, our quirks that make us unique. So that's... No, that, that's... So my new scale is 7 is a 10. What? And just listen. It's a, just it's listen. a 10-point scale. I know it's a 10-point scale, but just listen. So anything above that, because I haven't been, I actually wanted to talk to you guys about this. I haven't been scared from watching movie in a while. Yeah, that makes There's sense. There's movies that make me really uncomfortable. That's become the new scared, but that's not scared. That's uncomfortable. No. Have you saw the the Maddie getting changed video? Yeah. Uh, just repetitively, because my wife makes me watch it it's every strange, two right? three days. It's a Christmas it's tradition. Just, it's the dance that does it at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. that, you know, most people don't have that beta copy, yeah. but... Okay, well, yeah, yeah Adam, okay. why don't you jump okay, in? Okay, uh, so quickly, I'm just going to say I watched uh, The Goldbergs, uh, season one, episode six, Who Are You Going to Telephone? I like this one a lot, actually. You know what? So the, this is the first thing I watched, The Goldbergs, mm-hmm. and, and the sitcom elements, I think, bothered me too much. Yeah. Now that I've seen the show a bit, I, I really like this episode. Right, like, right yeah. from George Siegel com- coming in and going, who are you going to telephone? <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, R.I.P. I'm one of the R. ghost R. guys. R.I.P. Yeah. George Siegel. Uh, I don't know how that show's going to keep going with him. Like, I know uh, it is still yeah. going, but like, he was kind of one of my favorite parts of the show. I don't he, know. He's incredible on the yeah. show. Um, I'm going to give it 7.5. I, I wow. still, nice. there's still some clunkiness mm-hmm. uh, that I think gets better. And then I'll, I'll go right into, I watched The Fly, the original Fly, oh, the one Price? that starts, I guess it, it technically stars Vincent Price. Yeah. Even though like Vincent Price isn't in this movie he's that the, much. He's, yeah. the, he's the star of the second film. Oh, okay. He's, uh, he's kind of like the, the friend, the supporting guy mm-hmm. in this film. And that, that's probably one of my like qualms with this qualms movie. Qualms with this movie. Not is enough like, Vincent Price. <laughs> not enough Vincent Price, but the stuff like in the lab we all know the fly. It's mm-hmm. you know this guy's experimenting. The scientist is experimenting, and then takes it on himself to do the experiments. But everything in the lab, like when he's wearing the kind of blanket over his head, yeah. so the wife can't see what he's looking like, and uh, it, it's still really cool. Even though there are elements where I feel like Vincent Price is interesting in this, and he gets sidelined for like yeah a half an hour, and you don't see uh-huh. Vincent Price anymore. Um, that's I'm how, going to check out my laundry. <laughs> and he yeah. just like yeah, that, that's <laughs> how I remember like enjoying a lot about it, but also being like that could have been better. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 no um, Jeff Goldblum. Oh the no, no, you don't like it, with Jeff Goldblum. You have this real deep yeah. connection that you're feeling between Gina Davis and him. Mm-hmm. There's none of that between the way. It's just told. That this is kind they of like more of a sillier film, but it, it's fun. So I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, 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 speaking of that, uh, I am uh, no uh, movie contest- connoisseur here. <laughs> I watched there were the werewolf and the yeti, aka <laughs> Night of the Howling Beast from 1975. Awesome. This is an uh, again an, another uh, Nashi yeah. uh, werewolf film. Uh, right away, like I'm not even joking. Within the first like 40 seconds. There's a Yeti already attacking guy. Like they did oh, not waste amazing. time in these Spanish flicks. I also tell you, I, I gave Nashi's last one your pick of the week. I didn't even ask you. I just was like, I'm gonna yeah. throw that one out there on Instagram. Cool. So cool. that's your your pick of the week. Yeah. Awesome. That yeah, that probably would have been my. You pick just of the pulled week. back the curtain way behind. <laughs> like just open these up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one, uh, Nashi is uh, gonna go, go on an expedition in the Himalayas, Himalayas in search of the Yeti. Uh, he ends up lost in the mountains, 
and he finds like this cave where, of course, it's a nasty Spanish film. He has to bed two very attractive uh, cannibalistic demon nymphits. <laughs> Uh, I hope that's from the description. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why they just writing it down? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 uh, these I, look like nymphids to I me. I have to look up what a nymph it is, and I guess it's like a young, a young, attractive uh, woman that... I a think nymph, it, like, but an infant? Like, not that <laughs> young. Like, young as in, like, a I younger know, woman. Know. Jesus, Matty. Oh, Anyways, after he has, after he has uh, you know, you get some... Uh, Sexy time with the two uh, demon cannibalistic demons. Uh, he's You're not going to say it again, are you? No. Uh, <laughs> he's bitten and becomes a werewolf. So even though these films, there's like, I think, what did I say? There's like 12 or six. I think there's 17 of these. They're not connected. Some of them remake. Some of them do their own thing. This And this one, this is the first time he's bitten by the werewolf, even though it's like probably the 10th movie in the series yeah. or something. Anyways, his team uh, goes looking for him. Uh, and they're uh, attacked and captured by this group of bandits, and uh, so now he, him as a werewolf, uh, he has to, you know, try to save uh, his his girlfriend and his the rest of the people on this expedition from these bandits. Uh, you find out that the leader of the bandits is is the Yeti, um, and then there's some like sorcery sorceress woman in there. Um, it I, I will say this one dragged a little bit in the middle. Like I kind of wanted more werewolf action. But you do get the werewolf yeti battle yeah. at the end. It was okay. It yeah. was still cool to see, though. I'm, you know, right. obviously, I'm going to give at least a, a couple pumpkins. The fact that I'm getting to see yeti versus a werewolf. I guess it's like the first time you get to see that, right? Like, when's is there another movie with that? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I still enjoyed it. Uh, again, it's werewolf from the yeti. I, th- th- that's my type of film, but it's <laughs> it's not my favorite uh, Nashi film. But mm. again, I'm still like. Even when he doesn't hit it out of the park, it, there's still something in there that's worth worth watching for. So, mm-hmm. uh, Maddie, do you? I watched from a uh, 2021 one of this year's movies, uh, Willie's Wonderland. Oh, the it's Nick, a Nick Cage, Cage one movie where he says no words whatsoever. The premise seems like such a cool idea where he is locked in this uh, Chuck E. Cheese yep. with these animatronics that come to life and they're like murderous and they're trying to kill him. The idea is so cool. It sucks so much. <laughs> That's like, a, I've heard disappointment. Which, yeah. Why like, can they not like banana splits was the just okay? Yeah. And now like how do you have such a great concept and fuck it up? Yeah, I guess he, who owned the uh, park for him were like a, a serial killer and he sold his soul to Satan, so he got his other buddies, they were killing people as they went along, but like it just fell so flat after like the introduction, like, all right, there's like animatronics and they're killing people. They, they look so spooky, but you can only take that so far. And have you yeah. guys played the video game Five Nights at Freddy's? No, I have heard about that. It sounds like this yeah. sounds like a ripoff or a remake mm-hmm. or like a, an exact copy of it. My our son plays yeah. it. So, but the thing is, like Nicholas Cage in this, he says no words whatsoever. But is he? Is he like with his? Perf- oh, oh, he is Cage. Man. He is Cage. Still- he takes breaks every like hour. Drinks a can of soda, plays some pinball, then goes back to killing these animatronic monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage, baby. I think I gave it like four point five pumpkins. Wow. Yeah, I, I was not. I was going to purchase with it. this, but maybe. yeah, it's on Netflix. Have a look before you do. Yeah. My suggestion to you. Uh, do you want? I'll t- jump in on that actually because yeah. I've had this movie and I've watched the first two minutes of it three times. <laughs> what the? Uh, Willie's I'm Wonderland? not a Nick Cage fan. Oh I don't no, know if that's something that people hate me for, but. I'm just I'm just not a Nick Cage fan and I'm like the concept for the movie it looks cool. The trailer looks awesome. Right? So I clicked on it and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll start and yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. So eh? I ended up watching that banana splits movie with Court. 
Mm-hmm. And I, it was a fun movie. I mm-hmm. like this is one of those movies where I watched like I think a month ago, where I'm like super fun, enjoyed it. I have no clue on the pumpkin scale, so I'm going to throw it at. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say that I'm not going to be mocked at? I don't know. <laughs> it's out of ten. Yeah, five. Yeah. We're going to go five. Five. On okay. That. Yeah, but I, I really found, enjoyed that. I movie. found the characters in like the uh, Banana Splits one were kind of like dull. It, but, uh, yeah, it was entertaining, but it yeah. should have been so much better. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to just. It is still cool this- though that they took like. That's an actual real 70s yeah, kids show. Right. And they got like the yeah. rights and were like, let's turn it into a horror film. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's actually yeah. kind of cool. I, I, I it's part want... of like that Sidney Croft, I think. You know those guys that did all yeah, those like, right. um, I forget mm. the, the other stuff they did. But you know. I will be full disclosure. I haven't watched a movie not stoned out of my friggin' mind oh, yeah. when it comes to horror movies in a long time. Y- so y- watching grass head? like the... <laughs> <laughs> the Banana Splits movie, I was like, this is amazing. This is fun. This you know it's weird? Good. Like, now we become like a Nicolas Cage fan. Like, oh, I just needed pot. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no. But that's, that's, it was one of those movies where I was like, I, I want to go back and redo this at one point and rewatch mm. this. But yeah, that was something that just from you doing that. Hmm. Cool. Uh, Adam? Um, so I watched a Hammer film um, from 1971, Hands of the Ripper. Have you guys heard no, about this one? I have not. This is basically where, like, Jack the Ripper, um, you know, he, he has a daughter and a and and a wife, and then he goes around killing and comes back home. The wife is like, you're the Ripper. Like, the, and, and the baby sees it. that happen, and then the Ripper goes off and is caught or killed, is di- dead or whatever. But the daughter ends up being, you know, stuck in this, uh, woman that does seances and rips people off, sh- charlatan, and uh, that that girl is now being put into prostitution. But whenever a man touches her, the Ripper hands come out. Like oh, amazing! Jack the Ripper comes in and she gets possessed. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> like yeah. she ends up with this this psychoanalyst that that thinks he he can save her and take her out of this trance, not realizing that it's an actual possession that he can't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's a, a lot of great kind of uh, set pieces and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the... the got that Hammer production? The Hammer production is there. It's got some, you know, the, the all, they're all in these like old British mansions, it seems like, the whole movie. <laughs> Even the prostitute, she's selling herself. She just sell her mansion and be okay. And she's there, but yeah. But she is like, one. you know what, it's easier to... <laughs> uh, so it's great. It got all the great costume design, the, the, the kind of overall atmosphere that you'd expect from Hammer. Uh, but I thought the direction was a little bit snappier than some of the other ones I had watched. Uh, so I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. Oh, nice. Uh, Cool. There's still like some of the pitfalls of yeah. like this. Occasionally, it's pretty stupid, but yeah, I, I may be talking about the Ripper later on today, oh, but not wow. hands of the Ripper. No, like the no. Rippers. They, I went there. They had a Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Strip, strip buffet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Those chicken uh, balls are freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had candy corn until you've had it. Um, okay, so I, I watched from uh, <laughs> got the nickname the Jacko Lantern. <laughs> it's always. <laughs> nice. I watched uh, from 1982, Silent Rage. This is the mm. Canon Chuck Norris flick. Okay. <laughs> um, so I watched three of these this week that I'm going to talk about that are kind of this blend of action and horror thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched this previously and didn't dig it that much at all because I think I wanted a, a Chuck st- Norris stupid movie. Chuck Norris movie. And this is not that. It's actually... It, it's 
it's straight up like a horror film. Like it opens up. There's this mentally uh, this uh, mentally challenged guy goes crazy and just goes on this killing spree. Uh, Chuck Norris is a cop. He comes in, uh, stops him, arrests him, and uh, while he's in the back of the car, though, he fucking breaks out of the handcuffs and tries to attack some more people, and all the cops blow him away. Um, so he's pretty much dead. Uh, the doctors try saving him, but they can't. Uh, but they happen to have this formula that they're like, that I guess it's like this to enhance cellular strength and regeneration. Um, I guess they, they're like, well, he's already dead. Let's just test it on him. And they're like, give it a shot. And there's the one doctor that's like, ah, we, we can't do this. And it's like, it's not right. But it's like, whatever. He, he's already gone anymore at this point. What's the worst that can happen? And of course, it works. Um, and now, so he's stronger, faster, and now he can also heal uh, from his oh, wounds. Oh, that's like, amazing. Like, they cut him open, and, like, instantly it starts healing, uh, and he goes on a killing spree. The violence in this is, like, quite bloody, and the stalking, there's a stalking scene where he breaks into his, uh, I guess it's, like, his psychiatrist's house mm-hmm. and, and with his wife. That is pretty fucking great. Like, it's as good as, like, the best slasher films. Oh, yeah. Like, I was quite impressed, and this, this menacing presence, he's, he's fucking frightening um of course because it's a chuck norris movie they do throw in one scene in the of middle i've seen him kicking ass yeah he <laughs> has nothing to do with the, the film the, the actual a bunch plot. of like punks like try to rob him from yeah, his like car well, or something about, like that. yeah it's a gang yeah. of punks that are in a bar <laughs> causing yeah. trouble and he goes in and beats them all up so that scene is awesome it was so much fun i'm glad they put that in there because i wanted that but yeah this this uh this film was quite good um I, the finale is awesome too. Uh, you get a really cool finale in there. So wait, we have a Christmas Chuck Norris movie, and now we have a Halloween Chuck Norris movie, and there may be another Norris oh, film. This week. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna give this eight pumpkins. Oh out of 10. wow! I like wow. totally All dug right. this man. Like. The horror, the the stocking, like that stuff all worked. Really, was it Invasion USA as a Christmas one? Invasion USA I loved. Uh, you gave that one eight too, didn't you? Yeah, I've watched, um, we'll talk about another one yeah. that maybe I didn't enjoy. I've been going through Norris for the first time. Uh, him and Bronson are two, two of the guys I never really watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they're different than Van Damme, at least from what I've watched, the Van Damme and the Seagal. Like they're not as stupid silly mindless action for the most part i know they probably yeah. do have some flicks later on but i think at this point in their career they were kind of doing these interesting choices and this one uh was quite good so glad, glad i re- revisited it um danny do you have one more uh not for today okay uh, uh I, I can go back in uh so i watched wellington paranormal uh, the second oh, yeah. episode this show is great is it awesome it's really good so it's kind of like uh, you know it's got that x files vibe but it's got these Mm. two bumbling new zealand cops that are are just so endearing but Mm -hmm. so stupid most of the time this one is called cop circles they're going to look (laughs) for some crop circles there's normal cops but this one the the head sergeant is obsessed with the paranormal and Mm. now has made a paranormal division that's awesome uh so they get in these crop uh, these crop circles and they go back and there's this weird guy and then they meet his brother who looks the exact same and they don't really say anything and it's kind of strange and then they come back at night and the the in the crop circles there's these like beans that have formed that are so cool looking they're like human almost but they're made out of the plantation is, is it like a body body snack pod people okay. yeah so it's the pod people that are coming up from the ground and turning into this guy oh, that's and awesome. then they come see him in the morning and, and it's like well we had to kill all the like and trap all these you know uh, plant beans or whatever aliens and he's like well i, I didn't hear anything and 
Uh, my wife didn't either, and the wife comes out and it's him with long hair, and then the children <laughs> come out and funny. it's him. The, they're just the little versions. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, so where are you watching this show? Crave. Crave. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it this one seven point five. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, re- really, really fun. And then after that, I watched from this year, from 2021, Seance. Have you guys heard about That's this? Another. Uh, so we talked about number. this because the guy yeah. that directed that did um, VHS 94. Yes. Okay. What was it? Radio Silence. <clears throat> he, he was it that guy or did he no? do the one in the funeral? He did the funeral one. Yeah. In who, who was it? VHS 94. Yeah, who, what was the name of the cat? Simon Barrett. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, um, so it's basically... I think he's more of a writer, right? Oh, yeah, we, he wrote all like the Adam Wingard yeah. picks. Uh, right, he, You're Next, yeah, The yeah, Guest. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? The writing's pretty good in this as, as well. It, it's it, At this school, this is a prestigious academy, and there's all these for girls, and they're all there, and they're, there's they it basically opens up with them trying to conjure this... Uh, ghost of the girl that killed himself in the bathroom, and it's got a pretty good scale. Ooh, was name Moaning Myrtle? Yeah, Moaning Myrtle, yeah. and she comes out of the the bathtub. Um, and and they're all, these girls are awful. Like they're yeah. awful girls for the most part. And this new girl comes in after this other girl dies mysteriously, and she gets a place because it's very prestigious. It's hard to get in. Uh, you know how these things are oh, when yeah, we're trying to get us into private schools. We all yeah. went through this. The boys' schools. It wasn't easy. I've been kicked out of so many girls' schools. Yeah, I, I, did, I had to do the ladybug thing to get in. Um, it, this is surprisingly good. It's it's still corny and cheesy at times. Yeah. I kind of want that from a movie called Seance. Um, and and the girls pro like they're they're probably like ten percent too fucking mean. Yeah, like. Too unbelievably mean to make it. Really Are they work? like? Um, do they talk really not crass, but almost like a, the Diablo Cody way of talking? No, you know what I'm saying like they're, they're not as smart yeah. as. The, the, I wish the dialogue maybe was like ratcheted up a little bit more mm. aggressively in that direction. Not that I love Diablo Cody all the time. Yeah, I'll, I know. I'll yeah. talk about her later. Um, I'm gonna give it six point five pumpkins. Oh, nice. I, I was almost a seven. Uh, worth checking out. I think it's worth checking out. Yeah, mm. I, I could see maybe. You liking this depending on how mm. much you can stomach the, the the actresses. Yeah. Uh is that it for you for the night or well, no. Okay, I yeah. got one more as yeah, well. I got one more as well. Okay, well Maddie, why don't you jump in? Oh, I watched a uh, anthology movie from uh 2015 called Southbound. Have you guys seen this? No, I got this on my yeah, list. Like yeah, one. it was cool, man. Like it was pretty much these uh guys are these black Cloud demons are just following these guys, and they're like trucking down this road. I guess in like New Mexico or maybe regular Mexico, and like what's going on? They walk into this uh, uh, gas station, like everyone's just kind of so cool, and like all right, what's going on? And then it goes flashbacks to like this band who is uh, on the road, and they're getting followed by these demons too. And it's three different stories about yeah, uh, these guys getting followed by these cloud demons, and the band is like um, they blow a tire. They get picked up by this really friendly couple, like, oh, no, come on side to our house. We're going to take care of you guys. Don't worry about it, guys. It's cool. And the two girls in the band kind of, like, fall in love with these guys as parents. One girl's like, this is fucked up. we got to get out of here. This is crazy. They have bear traps all over. And it turns out they're a cult. Right. There, there's, a, there's a twist ending. Uh, and as she's leaving, I don't want to give a spoiler. But anyways... I don't know how to do this without spoiling it. Anything. Yeah, I think that's good yeah. enough for that yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Move on to the uh, okay. Uh, there's a guy who's driving down the same highway, and he's just kind of like talking to his wife, and then boom, he hits this girl. He's like, "Oh, oh, shit!" He goes back and like, uh, "What do I do?" Like, he calls nine one one. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know what to do. Like, where are you? Like, I don't know. I'm on a fucking road. What do I do? So he's like, "All right, maybe like there's a uh, maybe there's like a, a town ahead. 
pick her up and put her in the car. And as he's on the phone with 911, they keep asking these weird requests of him. That's like, my favorite story. Do, I like that one. She's doing this. You should try this. And then they hear like the 911 offer and just kind of like, and then he's like, well, okay, well now what? He's panicking. And like, they just getting crazier and crazier these requests that they're asking him to do. And just kind of, it turns really terrible and fun right. by the end. And the third one is a guy walks into a bar. The bar's not what it seems. I still enjoyed it. I'm giving this one 7.5. I had a blast with the anthology, man. It was cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. I, 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 I've yeah, had on my list check for it out, yeah. last two Shocktobers, and I just have yeah. not got to it, but mm-hmm. I think hopefully you're going to do it this year. you might dig this one, actually. Uh, should I jump in? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I watched another film off Adam's Top 100 that I hadn't oh, seen. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, have you been like holding up your bowels to shit all over it this week yeah. or what? <laughs> I actually really like this one. Oh, um, so I watched from 1972 Alfred Hitchcock's Frenzy. Okay, oh. um, this is, I guess, his second to last film. Uh, mm-hmm. I was surprised how sleazy and violent yes. it is. Yeah. There's rape, there's nudity, brutal mm-hmm. murders. Like for a Hitchcock film, I didn't expect that. This is not would, even you know, the way it's shot is yeah. pretty r- raw. raw. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Like normally, you know, you would have seen the kill and silhouette or. Or something, some creative way off screen. This, it's like, no, you're gonna see him. But you still, he's still like the one scene that is the kind of most famous kill is still shot like a Hitchcock movie, yeah. even though now you're seeing it all. Oh, wait, so it's shot like a De Palma movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty well shot like De Palma movie, yeah. Yeah, so the, the story of this one is a serial killer called the Necktie Murderer is going around and raping and strangling women. Um, we were introduced to this, uh, this, uh, the lead character, I guess, not really the most likable guy. He's fired from his job. Um, he heads to his ex-wife's office. Uh, I guess she's got money. Uh, and he asked if he can get some money off her to, to hold him over, I guess, till he can find another job. And then soon after he leaves, um, she's murdered by the necktie murderer and he's seen leaving the building. So, uh, and then there's some other evidence that ties him to it, ties him to it. Nice. Um, <laughs> So yeah, he's he's blamed for this murder, and he has to go on the run and try to prove his innocence. There's some really like thrilling, intense moments with the lead, but also with like the killer. The like killer. There's, a, there's a scene with the killer in the potatoes. Yeah, exactly. He has to. He gets rid of this body and he hides it like in this truck of potatoes, of uh, bags of potatoes. But then as he leaves, he realizes, oh shit, I left. She must have taken uh, a bit the, of his shirt or something like, like that. A, it's a pin he wears that could. Yeah. Uh, you know, point to him. So he has to go get it off. And it's yeah. this great scene where the driver starts driving off and then like she's dead. So uh, it's amazing. Set in. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The, I, I enjoyed all that. I, it seems to me kind of feel like tense for the killer. Like he wants yeah. the killer to get away and he, with it. And he, yeah. he's despicable. Too. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's a, yeah, exactly. You hate him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I, that was my one complaint. I wish the light, the lead was like, a little bit more interesting, more yeah. likable. I didn't, and and that was my first. My I didn't care as much com- if complaint he... originally, and uh, I think we talked about it in the top hundred because it was my number hundred on mm-hmm. my top hundred, which everyone should go back and listen to. Yeah, of course. Um, but the second, sorry, how, how high was it? It was number hundred. Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you said number twenty for a second. I was like, no, oh, no, no, no. It was hundred oh, okay, of my okay, top yeah. hundred, uh, which. I watched that the week before we did the episode, and I now I think, think it might be a little watched, bit higher. Like, oh yeah, higher, right? Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, so I, the original, the first time I saw it, yeah. I didn't get into it that much. I always thought, ah, this, I don't know, it's like a bit sleazy for Hitchcock. Yeah, and also just I don't. It does throw like you off any of the first, characters. Yeah. 
Now I watch it and I go, the lead is a fucking cad. Like he sucks. And yeah. and I got into how much he sucks as well. Yeah. Um, it's like the anti-charisma. He's just like mm, sucking yeah. out the energy. But a lot of the side people are very charismatic in it. Yeah. Like mm. everybody that appears is and the killer is like very recognizable. I just think like the whole film relies on him trying to prove his innocence, and uh, it's like, man, I don't care if this guy gets off. <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. Like, I mean, he's the, the wrong there's man. There's definitely tension, you know, yeah. that with the killer. But I still, I still really like this one. I'm going to give it eight pumpkins out of ten. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, another one of my favorites uh, this week. Uh, it was, it was a nice surprise. Again, it does throw you off, though. It's like, it, it's, it's Hitchcock, but it's not. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, like all the setups are Hitchcock. Yeah, uh, like. Very Hitchcock. Even the opening looks like, yeah. but it, it it's just filmed in a grittier, rawer style yeah. that you don't. There's no other. I, now I've never seen Family Plot. It's one of the few movies I, which is his last, but I don't expect it to be more right. lurid than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's me again. So I had uh, a really good experience watching Final Destination last week. Did you go part two? No, I didn't go part two, uh. but I was like. Maybe I should check out some more of these '90s hmm. flicks that I kind of thought I hated. Welcome, I assume disappointment on this one. <laughs> Let me just uh, Urban guess. Legend from 1998. Yeah, uh, I don't mind. Like it's it's a cheesy '90s slasher, but I like kind of the some of the idea. Like I like the Urban Legend. I like the urgent yeah. le- mm-hmm. Urban Legend idea where the, the, the that, dog in the microwave, that kind of shit. Um, and and it opens up basically with Pacey's in this one, isn't he? Is it Pacey? Yeah, Pacey's in this one. Uh, yeah, he's, he he gets into a car at one point. So Joshua Jackson gets yeah. into the car and he's gonna he wants to impress this girl and they're gonna drive off and he's gonna be the shoulder to cry on. And then I don't want to wait <laughs> for my life <laughs> to be over. Plays over the fucking stereo, oh, nice. which is just like yeah, he's on that show on right now. Like the balls to yeah. do that. Uh, he and he's the worst in this. Like he's a terrible character. But you know what? Who the MVP of the? Uh, anyways, it starts off. Isn't it like Jared Leto's in that too? Right? Yeah, Leto? he's terrible in this. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. So it starts off. It's this woman. She's driving around. She oh, like flashing the lights. Uh. And, and yeah. And and uh. No, not the flashing the lights. Uh. And she's driving around. She needs to go and and, and get gas. So she goes and gets gas. Uh, Brad Dorff's there playing a totally insane stuttering guy. He's amazing yeah. in this opening Everything scene. Everything he's in is amazing. He's one of them guys that he's on screen. Yeah, I think elevates. he's underrated. Like you look at Exor- Exorcist yeah. uh, three yeah. and yeah. even Child yeah. Child's Play and oh, yeah. Deadwood, Deadwood, and Halloween yeah. the remake, which. Not my yeah. favorite, but he's fantastic yeah. in that. It's so thing, but yeah. it opens up. She's thinking, oh, my God, this guy's out to get me. But really, yeah. he's trying to tell her that there's a guy in the back seat. Yeah. And that's where it opens up with an axe yeah. uh, to the head. I'm thinking, awesome. I'm two for two. I fucked, I fucked up. The 90s were awesome. <laughs> uh, no, the movie's trash. It's, it's total garbage. Hello, disappointment. <laughs> Alicia Witt is the lead. She is, is so bad in this. It's like hilarious. I, I, I remember enjoying it more, but um, and Jared Leto is also just like just a wet blanket. Uh, uh, the only person that I thought was amazing and Michael Rosenbaum should have had a better career. Known mostly as playing um, Lex Luthor. Well, he's fantastic in Smallville. Like he's yeah. he could 
be argued he's the best Lex Luthor ever on screen. I, I would agree with that, and I, I would agree that he's the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Gayhart eventually gets to like show off and go kind of crazy yeah. at the end, and that's interesting, I guess. Is this the one with the uh, 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 security guard who wants to pull out a gun because he loves Shaft? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, that's the movie we're talking about here. Yeah. And there's fun parts, <laughs> but it takes itself kind of serious yeah. for a lot of the movie, which mm. doesn't really work. It's shiny. It eventually just like kind of wears on and me. And no kills really because PG, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I, I, PG thirteen, I think. Yeah, I yeah. I think most th- there's maybe a few more grisly things yeah. at the very end. I'm gonna give it five. Yeah, five pumpkins. I'm actually more excited to watch. I picked up the Scream Factory Blu-ray just because apparently has this amazing like two-hour documentary or something on the making of this. Oh, nice. Was it prof- really good? Professor, um, what's the face? Uh, Robert Englund. Yeah, was a professor. Yeah, but he kind of doesn't have much. To do no, this. he's the Professor Robert Eglin. Like yeah. he just kind of, hey, I know him. There. Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. You throw in those cameos because yeah. then you get old time fans. Yeah. Yeah, check the it coolest out. thing about this movie is the actual urban legends what they're talking about, like how Mikey, the dog yeah. in the microwave. It's kind of cool how he's like doing like this is what people and how they get start started. Now they get told. Yeah, that was the best part of this movie. I thought it's not so good. No, yeah. Is that it for the seventeenth then or what? Whoa, whoa, I just wanted to jump in here. So it's really funny about the fact you bring up nineties movies. So I was talking to a coworker today and he's like, Oh, what are you doing after work? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm actually gonna go do a podcast and we'd like talk about horror movies and I told him about this podcast. And he's like, oh, I don't really like horror movies. He's like, because back in my day, I watched a couple horror movies that just fucked me up for life that I never wanted to watch horror movies. Mm -hmm. And instantly, I'm like, what were those horror movies? Yeah, what were they? (laughs) I know you did last summer. (laughs) So (laughs) you're pretty damn close. When he was 10 years old, he went to his buddy's birthday party, and his parents have decided that they would... Go to Blockbuster. They reserved a copy of this because it had just come out. Saw? Scream. Okay. 96. And he watched Scream, and he's like, it fucked me up. Oh, really? Forever. He's like, I couldn't be alone until I was like 18 because I was like, there's a murderous person out there. Uh Weird. (laughs) And it was the big movie that fucked him up. And now he's like, I can just start watching horror movies now. I'm like... You need to go rewatch Scream and realize. Yeah, it was because uh, I remember we were introduced to horror movies from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was probably like, the first one we watched, and we're like, "This is so fucked up. We can't yeah. watch horror movies." And I think me and you grew up also watching like Puppet Master. Yeah, that shit, really like fucked that, us up for a while. Like, like me and you kind of were thrown because we had yeah. satellite dish. We yeah, pay per view, awesome. The worst movies that no one would be allowed yeah. to. So by the time people were like. You know what? We snuck a copy of Terminator 2 and me and you were like We watched for 24 hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do have one more. Okay. Is Go it Grimm? It's Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Danny, I've been watching this show Grimm uh, and I watched it last Halloween as okay. well. And now we're on season three, episode 14, Mommy Dearest. Um, it's it's a, a woo, Sergeant Woo, who, who I, I love in this show. He's the guy that it opens up whenever there's a, a scene. Is he always calling someone cocksucker? No, no different woo. Oh, okay. This is the one he goes in and says like, I don't know. This he he says the line you would say normally, like the the kind of uh, sees a uh, a guy on the ground who's like frozen and be like, that's uh, a cold case murder right there. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I could be woo. Yeah, you could. You should be woo. Yeah. Um, so this one, he his friend and uh, or friends. Uh, the wife's pregnant. This kind of demon thing comes in and starts going after the baby. Um, just as I was saying, 
you know what they do really well? They do practical effects really well, and then they give yeah. you some CGI because they have to do it. But you know, it's never too distracting, and it's got the worst fucking CGI uh, monster no. of the whole series. Um, but a, a good story. It's it's this uh, Oswang, which is, I guess is a real um, Filipino kind of. A S W A N G A S W A N G yeah yeah because there's a movie called Oswang actually uh, so a cool backstory uh, we talked about her, uh, with her our friend Lynn and L who, mm-hmm. who's who's Filipino and he knew all about it and it terrified him as a kid uh, it's it's another solid episode I'm gonna give it uh, I'm gonna give it seven point five because awesome. you get more woo even with the shitty CGI yeah. Because I, th- I think it's just the one scene, but it, I, but it was funny. I was CGI. speaking aloud. I was like, you know what they do on this show <laughs> yeah. when they were showing the intro of the show, and then the and it, the, the, the came on and you jinxed it, buddy. You jinxed it. Okay, well, with that, October seventeenth. October seventeenth. All right. Okay, Adam is, I'm uh, back up. Uh, I is it more grim? Uh, yeah, I, I only watched four episodes of Grimm. <laughs> How crazy would it be if, like, next, like, uh, October, I do nothing but watch Grimm? And just go, like, yeah, I, I watched episode one of Grimm. Don't, please. <laughs> I episode two of Grimm. I come in here with, like, actually, because you guys think the Grimms have dreams. Maddie comes, like, wearing, like, a Grimm fucking baseball cap and a T-shirt. And he's he's and in Portland. <laughs> like, we're having to exactly. Zoom him in for this. He's just like, no. I, I thought about this. I do think Grimms have dreams, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think they want to be baseball players and footballers. <laughs> Uh, what is going on? Like okay, from 1964, I watched another Hammer flick, uh, The Gorgon. Uh, this is a Terrence yeah. Fisher uh, directed one, and Terrence Fisher, I, I haven't. Really, you have a hate love with this guy, don't you? Uh, I've mostly not been down with what Terrence Fisher has been doing. I didn't didn't love his Dracula. Didn't love uh, The Devil Rides Out, which is his famous kind of like bigger production. I did like Frankenstein. We talked about that, and I, I like that. I, I I didn't like Curse of the Werewolf. Another Fisher one. He's like their in-house guy. This is like an early 20th century village um, that experiences these inexplicable murders where um, people are basically getting turned to stone. And it, it's kind of the Medusa uh, lore. Uh, even though it's not Medusa, it's her, the mm. sister. There's three sisters. I can't remember her name. Uh, it stars Peter Cushing as the doctor of the town who's awesome. trying to kind of figure this out, but also is stopping anybody else from figuring it out. Christopher Lee's in there. He's this other kind of professor that's uh, one of this family that's there that they're kind of like not part of the village. And slowly, like all of this family starts getting killed off one by one so you're actually following this family like Christopher Lee shows up and you're like oh fuck yeah Christopher Lee and he doesn't show up for another 40 minutes or something Uh. like that but Peter Cushing's there he's great Um, and and the set Peter Cushing is always great man. always great that guy's filmography is pretty solid Um, yeah he's 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 in this like he's kind of warm but then he gets like more hardened over time and you're like man why is his heart turns to stone yeah, well, he loves this woman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, great atmosphere. Uh, gr- uh, kind of really interesting uh, set pieces er- er- everywhere. Like, this is the hammer. I, I think this mm-hmm. might be one of my favorite in terms of, like, the actual... How great it looks. How great it looks. Uh, it's still, like... It's disjointed in who's the lead and, and mm. you know, why it... Because it, once Christopher Lee gets there, he's this fucking asshole badass who's <laughs> basically like, well, if you don't like this, then you can talk to my friend the Chancellor or whatever, and he'll fuck yeah. you up. Um, 
I'm going to give this one seven pumpkins again. I, th- I think, you know, up yeah. on the scale of what's happening with, with Terrence Fisher. Nice. Cool. Maddie, do you want to jump in? I watched uh, from 2019 Satanic Panic. Have you guys heard about this? Or Not no? in the attic. Not in the attic? Satanic Panic in the attic? No, no. Satanic Panic, no Ch- attic. No attic, okay. <laughs> yeah, satanic Panic. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched this, uh, I think, the year it came out. I, I enjoyed it. I actually had a ton of fun with this. It's like a comedy movie where this girl's delivering pizza, and she's like a, a poor girl who's just trying to, like, um, I don't know, afford rent or something like that. And she gets uh, this call to this, like, mansion, and she goes in, I guess... She just walks into a seance because she's just trying to get tips. Like the guy didn't tip her. She's like, well, fuck, guys. I just need some tips. I'll put a hat around. Maybe one of you guys can help me out. And as she's like, walks in, like, you don't belong here. Get the fuck out. And it turns out they're about to sacrifice a virgin. And it turns out that they needed a virgin and she happens to be a virgin. So they have to somehow get her uh, murdered and sacrificed. So they got to get her away from the pizza. You and, got and it <laughs> stars a married couple, Rebecca Romaine and Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. How great was Jerry O'Connell in this? Jerry O'Connell is he so good He just in this. plays a skis these days, right? All he does is just yeah, play like that, that skis dude. He yeah. was awesome, and yeah, he's so great. It turns out that he's like, oh, you're a virgin. We have to remedy this right now. So he tries to rape her so she doesn't get sacrificed to bring this, like, God, uh, whatever Worst, it is. Yeah, pick yeah. Pick a blind yeah, right? ever. That's exactly what the pizza girl was saying. Like, what the fuck is going on? She is so charming and lovable. Yeah. I loved every character in this, but the girl's... Um, friend that she makes halfway through i guess the girl's daughter who was the original virgin okay was so bad i don't even remember but they gave her so many terrible lines that she had to say that there's no way to make them i do like though that like it just keeps on ratcheting it up oh yeah it's crazy by the end like it's awesome i had a ton of fans it's a great comedy they actually blend comedy and horror very well i think i gave it 7.5 pumpkins oh wow yeah it's worth worth the juice uh danny boy you're up Okay, uh, I wasn't going to talk about this movie next because I'm 100% crammed a bunch of movies in the last three days, so I'm not really following. Just to give you a little bit behind. What the hell, man? Come on. But uh, so I'm going to talk about a movie you guys have probably touched on. Have you guys seen 21 Days? 21 Days Later? Nope, just 21 (laughs) Days. Isn't that a movie about alcohol? No. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the one with Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yeah, that was good. Let's talk about 28 Days. Yeah. Okay, 21 days. From 2014, so, it looks like. We, I, I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, me it's, neither. Uh, three filmmakers embark on a paranormal challenge by barricading themselves in a house. For so 21 haunted, days. No one has been able to live for more than 21 days. Is that it? Okay. So you guys ask me to come, and then Kyle jumps and steals my thunder. Yeah. Love Sorry, you, buddy. You asked if anyone's seen it. I <laughs> no, just... I, I was going to talk about oh, it. I just want to no. know if you'd seen it. Well, you, okay, you said you assumed we had seen it. Don't, ass- don't assume. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. All I did was read the plot synopsis. Talk about the film. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. Wait, wait, wait. Thank Kyle. you for coming, Dan. What, what, is, what is this movie on your seven-point pumpkin scale? <laughs> so anyways, this movie, Kyle, thank you for the synopsis, is a bunch of kids that want to be social media, you know, Stars. influencers. Go into this place. No one's been able to stay in there. The house has been around since like 100 years. They go into this house, and it's exactly what you think it is. Uh, the director is a woman named Catherine Brohan. And the movie's good. It just seems like a lot of the lines could have been done well if the actors... Knew what they were doing. Unbelievably held an ounce of talent. Was it like a shot on like an iPhone kind of deal? 
No, it's shot beautifully. Like it's okay. it's really beautifully shot. The problem I had with it was I wasn't going to talk about it because it was one of those movies where while I was cooking last night after watching a bunch of movies, I just kind of threw it on and was kind of pausing it, cooking, pa- where watching it. Where did you it. find this? Uh, it's on Prime actually. Okay. A lot of the movies I'm watching were on Prime. Yeah. My favorite thing which the only reason I'm talking about this movie is because there's a scene in the movie where it's like a boyfriend, girlfriend, and then their buddy, the three of them, live in this house, which they completely sealed up, hired Mexican contractors to seal the whole house. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like, no one in this whole movie can act. I literally believe they hired contractors. Like, we're going to film you and ask you a couple questions. Yeah. Even while they're filming the contractor scenes, the guys are, like, looking at the camera, like, <laughs> why the fuck do you have a yeah. camera on me? But my favorite scene is about 40 <laughs> minutes into the movie, they the boyfriend and girlfriend go to bed and they're lying in bed and he goes all this talk about demons has made me horny <laughs> and then, please like, tell me you use that line on your girlfriend yeah. he night. puts his arm around her and then it fades to black and then it like pops up with like a paranormal activity scene of like the clock in the corner and everything nice. and it's like <laughs> 20 seconds later and yeah. they're done and he's, he's having a cigarette like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like this is the stupidest shit please ever. tell me you're gonna give this movie it was actually called eight. like 21 seconds <laughs> What are you going to give this no. one, Danny? I 100% am giving this a four. Eight pumpkins. Oh. It is so bad. Very disappointing. Yeah. It's it's so bad, but it's just one of those, if you're just looking to kind of lose your brain. Don't bother for, with this. You can, get, you can find something better is what you're saying. 100%. Yeah. Okay. But that demon line's pretty badass. <laughs> I'm going to jump in. I watched, uh, our son is a big fan of Gremlins. He wondered, he's been waiting to watch the sequel. So. Oh, I watched Gremlins too. Gremlins 2, the new batch from 1990. Nice. It's been a while since I've seen this mm-hmm. one. Uh, this one kind of trades in the Norman Rockwell innocence and, you know, that small town. For 80s the Spielberg Yeah, moments, exactly, yeah. To a busy, cold, Manhattan high-rise. Um, a lot of it takes place in the state-of-the-art building that, like, it's pretty much... I don't know if these yep. exist where, like, there's everything in this. Like, they do they do TV shows in this building. There's they restaurants the in this building. There's malls in this building. There probably are, right? Like, Yeah. I'm surprised. It would make sense. Yeah. I assume people like Rockefeller like is probably something like that. Yeah. Going like, on, you right? could just never, you could do everything in this one building. Yeah. At nighttime, they have, like, you know, uh, dance clubs. I guess they have, like, casinos, right? That's essentially yeah. what casinos are. So, right from the opening, Mr. Wing dies, who's the old, uh, you know, the the ancient guy that mm-hmm. is Gizmo's, uh, I guess, uh, owner. He, he dies, and Gizmo. Uh, escapes only to be captured by these scientists who have uh, a, a room up in the high rise where they're doing all these experiments. It's Christopher Lee is one of the the lead uh, scientists oh, in this. Right. Uh, Zach Galligan and Phoebe Cates are back, um, and uh, I guess Zach is now uh, an artist, building designer, and Phoebe does the tours there in this building. So they both work in this building. Anyways, they. Gizmo escapes, gets wet. What do you expect? You get a bunch of gremlins uh, wrecking havoc in this building. Mm. This time around, though, they get into that scientist lab and they drink all the formulas of like the spider. Oh, and that's the, awesome. So there's like a spider gremlin, a bat there's a gremlin. There's a salad gremlin. A salad gremlin. <laughs> the spider gremlin, I remember as a kid, just like actually terrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is kind of scary. There's like an electricity one. There's yeah. a brain gremlin where you become smart. You're forgetting the best gremlin, the sexy, sexy lady gremlin. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's always one of those, yeah. though. Uh, John... Um, John Glover's in there, uh, makes appearance, as I mentioned, Christopher Lee. Dick Clark mm. is, of course, uh, back. Um, Dick Miller? Dick Miller. Sorry, yeah. Dick Clark. <laughs> I was like, uh, Dick Clark, of course, is back. <laughs> wait, wait, what is On the doing? bandstand. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
I, oh, and the, the, the guy too, actually, this came out, like, this would have been, I think, just after The Burbs. Mm-hmm. And so you have uh, the, the guy that I loved in The Burbs, his neighbor, I can't remember the actor's Bru- name. Oh, uh, not not bu- uh, Brewster and the other guy. Yeah, but he makes mm-hmm. like a, a brief appearance, quick appearance. And so does the, the guy, the uh, the old, the, the neighbor that, you know, um, the... What's the the neighbors from the the Burbs? What are their names? Oh, the Crochecks. Cro- 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 I was gonna say the. Cro- cro- yeah. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> anyways, the the guy from that is uh, makes a, a Henry cameo appearance. Henry whatever Gibson. Yeah. Henry Gibson, right? Yeah. This is kind of like Harry a parody. Gibson? Oh, no, the, yeah. the the original the monster is in there too. Yeah. Grandpa monster who's playing like a, a horror. Oh, host. Yeah, like an Elvira character. Yeah, but it's entertaining. I mean, yeah. again, I think it's missing the heart of the the first film. I had a blast with this, and there's like a weird like fourth wall in this too, where they like yeah, Hulk Hogan comes in and like put that movie back on, brother. Yeah, well, they, well, they did it. They did that scene twice. So if you uh. saw it in theaters. Uh, they did it with Hulk Hogan, and he comes out, and because the, the it stops the movie, and you find the gremlins are messing with the film reels, mm-hmm. and Hulk Hogan comes out in the theater, and he's like, "You put that back on, or else Hulk Hogan's gonna yeah. whatever do is whatever he does." But if you watch it, they did another cut of that scene for VHS, and your VHS stops, and this is on the Blu-ray and the oh, DVD. Oh, that's so cool! And it's um, this time they go into like uh, it's an old John Wayne movie, and it's the gremlins fighting John Wayne so they mix oh, like that's badass <laughs> kind of cool but uh, yeah I, I still enjoy it but again I don't I, I really love like it made high up my top 100 the first mm. Gremlins film Yeah, I don't have that same love for this film yeah. it, it's still entertaining the Gremlins are great but I'm going to give it 7 pumpkins out of 10 yeah. it's, it's more of a comedy than it's a it's missing the Christmas yeah. it's missing the horror and it's missing the heart it's more of like kind of a mm. silly almost like parody of it um, but yeah still mm. worth a watch Am I up next? Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, from 1963, William Castle directs a ho- Hammer film. Oh, ho-ho. the old dark house. Uh, have you guys from heard 1963? Yeah, no. I watched that next. <laughs> really? Yeah. That, wait. Seriously? That's my, yeah, that's next on oh, my list to talk awesome. about. That is crazy. <laughs> How a movie that I haven't I heard know. of. The fact that you decided to watch this on the same day. Wow! I've yeah. never spoke to you about this no, movie yeah. either. I, well, I have. I, I picked up the uh, indicator release to uh, William Castle sets. Uh, so and, and British. So sets. I and I watched so this I on watched the Hammer it. set. Oh, weird! Oh, weird. <laughs> it was just. It was on the Gorgon, which I I'd, I'd li- listen. I was like the old dark cast. Like I love the '30s one, yeah, the James yeah, Whale. Yeah. Um, I'll say I was excited to watch this one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a mess. Yeah, is it? it's got a great story. This family yeah. basically that can't leave this this house, right? Like the if they leave the if they're not back at the house by midnight yeah. every night, they lose their inheritance. Yeah. The inheritance huh. is this big inheritance, and then Tom uh, Poston, who is most known for me for being on the Newhart Show in the eighties. I think I know him from a Home Improvement episode. <laughs> uh, uh, like who's who's always a guy. Like I I remember mm. watching that with my parents. He, he's this big time comedian from yeah. the fifties uh, onwards. He used to be on Jack Power and shit like that. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's this outsider that's coming in because he has this car to drop off because the one uh, brother said, oh, well, come up and you can see my family's mansion or whatever. And and he gets mm. there, and that brother's dead. And he, he sells him like, oh, that he has like a, a hot sister or cousin or something. Yeah, he wants <laughs> to introduce him yeah, to his yeah, cousin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he gets there, and yeah. the one brother's dead, and then it's pretty creepy like all the meeting the house is cool mm-hmm. um and yeah that's like a, a unique kind of group of people there there's the one kind of cute innocent girl that he's kind of attracted to and then there's another girl that is like infatuated with him but has like this crazy dad that like is constantly trying to like kill him for because his daughter <laughs> keeps on yeah he reminds me of like phones. uh 
George the animal steel or oh, whatever, yeah. like yeah. that, but bigger <laughs> in some ways, hairier. So he's always going. At, uh, I don't. You got Robert Morley, who I always loved in a lot of movies like The African Queen, and he's in Beat the Devil with uh, Bogart again. He's nice. he's great in that. And uh, is he the guy that's like the crazy old guy that with has a built guns. an arc? Oh, okay. The the arc is crazy too. That they're yeah, built. That, this movie sounds amazing. It sounds awesome. Actually. Yeah, I guess so. There's a big storm we didn't mention, and they so he gets stuck there. And this guy, the one relative, thinks that the world's coming in, and he he's built an ark for this occasion. Oh, and he literally awesome. has a boat with like animals and inside. He's, and he's like, "It's finally t- the day." Yeah. Like we've, I, like my prediction said, it was going to be today. Um, but the comedy and it's uh, yeah, it's not it's, it's not very good. Like well, Tom Poston's pretty funny in well, it. We, we haven't even mentioned the horror. So like, <laughs> someone gets knocked off, and every hour. Someone different is getting knocked off. Oh, okay, so like, like uh, it's kind of like that, yeah, uh, kind of that Agatha, Agatha Christie. Christie, and yeah, it has everything yeah, working for it. It sounds amazing, except for the film itself. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's disjointed. Yeah. Um, the acting's all great in it. Mm. Uh, like I don't have a problem with any of the weird, actors. I really like William Castle's movies, which it seems I, I do too. Yeah. I feel like he uh, I, there's a tonal. Yeah. Problem with the movie. The, now, yeah, the gags I found mostly just fell flat for me. Yeah, the, the gags aren't aren't usually there mm-hmm. too much, and they they like they play up on them heavy. Like there's a thing where a tie goes in into acid, <laughs> and at first, like, oh, that's a that's kind of a good gag. Like yeah. they're trying to get him to drink this, but then they keep like focusing on this fucking bowl. Like yeah. the, like the directing is is off. Not quite there, and it has nothing to do with the the whale film, the James Whale film. Yeah. Like. No, and the James Whale film, I like, is just well, that it's completely yeah, it's completely different. and it's James Whale film. It's not trying to be that funny, and it's funnier than this movie. Well, I think most yeah. What are you gonna give this one? I like. That being said, I still like the whole concept and everything that's yeah. going on. This should on. have been like, this is the type of film I love. I love these films where mm-hmm. people are stuck in an old mansion and people are getting was, knocked off one so, by one. So my whole thing was going to be like, you know what, Kyle, you should maybe see this movie. Like, maybe I was wrong. No. Um, I'm going to give it six pumpkins. Oh, what are you? I'm going to go five. Oh, oh, oh. I did, yeah. I'm surprised you rated this higher, actually. I Like, the... The concept wins wins out for me, and and I think the acting Again, the, the thing o- with this though is, is there's there's a lot of films that have this similar story, and and they're all yeah. better. So it's like, well, why would I ever go back yeah. again? Watch what that we talked about. What are the uh, the Bob Hope ones? Like yeah, watch Captain those. Mary and um, yeah, now I like those are like yeah. again. There's there's so many better. Six ones. pumpkins for me yeah, is, yeah, is is yeah. unlikely that I ever watch again. Yeah. Out of the seven pumpkin scale, out of the seven pumpkin scale, that would be you know the you know yeah. Psycho or something, but okay. Um, I, I've got, uh, does, how much more does everyone have? I got one more to talk about. One more. I got two more. I'll go next. Okay. So, uh, I watched a movie that I think you guys should really check out. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's called the Hotel Transylvania (laughs) three. It is so bad. The, it is terrible. Like first one, I kind of dig second one, uh, diminishing returns. This one was like, I was my eyes were like permanently in the back of my skull the entire movie like it uh, what's that what is it? it accumulates on a, a monster DJ versus uh, Andy Samberg DJ and he plays the Macarena and all the monsters are dancing to the Macarena uh. and this movie came out in 2018 <laughs> talk about topical movies uh. I'm giving this four pumpkins <laughs> like it was. It is what it is. 
I the kid might enjoy it. She enjoyed all the uh, dance numbers, but I guess there's a reason us. why uh, Adam yeah. Sandler and a couple of those other guys didn't come back. Kevin James, for of the, course, the for the oh, fourth one. Oh, the fourth one. So uh, the Sandman's in the third one, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I I watched after a little bit of drinking. I, I watched from 1996. Scream. Okay. Nice, okay. Nice. Nice. Um. I don't care much for Scream. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how I like. I was yeah. excited to revisit the thinking, opening with Drew yeah, Barrymore is so good. Yeah. But uh, I think this goes back to the hashtag that uh, Maddie and Kyle were starting. Um, uh, Wes Craven is a hack. <laughs> yeah, Wes Craven is a hack. <laughs> hey, I'm not, saying that. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that. But yeah, like once it gets into the actual like movie deconstruction of movies, it's terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. Th- it's like yeah. the most. Basic level yeah. understanding of horror movies it is, is garbage. Uh, the Big Bang of horror movies, if you will. Oh my god, yeah, that's a that's great uh, way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> you like nerds? Yeah. Like the, the, here's the yeah. Big Bang. Yeah. Oh, you like horror movies? Here's, here's scream. The, the scream. Um, I like this. I kind of like the video stores. Again, I just like video stores. Yeah, exactly. Movies. <laughs> um, Not enough Skeet Ulrich. Is that your problem with it? <laughs> yes, yeah, Skeet Ulrich is that's garbage. A, that's what I found. Movie. Like I found everything like. The dialogue just felt so forced, uh, and everything felt so forced. Is Jamie Kennedy, a household name. Is a question I don't I'm mind Jamie Kennedy. I, 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 in this I can't film. stand the guy. Yeah, I, I think I'm not, he's fine I'm in not, this yeah. film. Malibu. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I'm. It, it's still like it's above an urban legend, just because yeah. there Matthew is Matthew Lillard. There's more a couple, going yeah, on. There's, there's a, a couple like scary tense yeah. scenes, I guess. Uh, I'm giving it six pumpkins. Yeah. Wow. That's probably even lower than me. I, I don't even know what I gave it. It wasn't high, though. It was uh, yeah, maybe 6.5. Yeah, it was 6.5. It was around there. Yeah, I remember thinking, like, I got to watch this for the top 100 because it will probably sneak in near nah. the end. And I was like, oh, wow. I was thinking it was perfect. I'm, I'm kind of liquored up. Yeah. Seems like it's going to be a fun thing to watch. And the yeah. opening scene is with Drew Barrymore, it's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is so awesome. good. And then it gets into it. And it's not like Nev Campbell's bad in this, but it's just like, uh, give me a break. I don't fucking care about your sob story. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Was uh, uh, Lieber Schreiberman in this one or no? No, he he, well, the, yeah, uh, he's in it. He, but, he gets billed at the end, but yeah. there, it's just an image of him on yeah. a screen. What's crazy is how big this franchise is and how big its fan base is. Because mm-hmm. when you look at it, like, Sure. Let's say let's say we argue and say part one's a great movie. Yeah. But like part two gets much worse. It's like repeats a lot of it. And part yeah. three is like even worse than that. Ooh, part three is and like then a part joke. Four, like none of them. Part four yeah. is not good. Like they. It's like each yeah. film is the same thing. Over I, but it all makes sense because it's I go ten. Down. Year, it's a lot of thirty year olds, which is more than a decade younger than we are. <laughs> Are loving that movie because that's what they grew up watching. Like when I talked, that's their to, Friday Thirteenth, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, when I talked to my coworker, when he said "Scream," he's like, "That was the be all and end all." But I probably yeah, saw this when I was thirteen, and, and like, and we probably prime age for it, right? Yeah, yeah, just didn't. Uh, anyways, yeah, uh, I don't even know I'm, if new, young I'm kids would care it. about this because yeah. each one is really about Nev Campbell, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck's Nev Campbell now?" Yeah, like we watched it when she was in her prime, like Party of Five days. And yeah. I was going to say Party of Five, the Craft, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know she was <laughs> doing. Craft stuff. came out the same yeah. year as this, which you know is crazy. What's weird. I guess Jennifer Love Hewitt was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, yeah. And Nev Campbell was in Scream. It's not really that weird. Those movies were like what hot young actors. But still, like Party of Five, awesome. like it's weird that like the two young girls in that kind of had their own yeah anyways yeah and matthew lillard is actually rebecca gayhart 
Oh yeah, weird. <laughs> um, I like Matthew. Lillard. I'm telling you. No, oh, Ma- I, I fucked up my own joke. Yeah, I know. Matthew Fox. Yeah, got Lillard on the brain. Got that Lillard brain. You're one of them Lillard people that I've been hearing about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Danny, do you want to jump in with something? I do yeah. want to jump in. I'm going to talk about the what Matthew Lillard movie, movie do you want to talk I, about? The movie I've watched in the last week that I really, really, really enjoyed, and I don't know if you guys have seen it or talked about it. Exists. Is that the uh, Bigfoot uh, one? Yeah, the found footage one. Yes. Yeah. I was unbelievably impressed with this movie because it was like I didn't have high hopes. I watched it. It sounds Uh, so stupid, but it's kind of awesome. It's kind (laughs) of awesome. It's probably my highest. I gave it seven out of ten pumpkins. Oh yeah. (laughs) So no. It is actually probably one of those. I'm not gonna lie. I don't understand your scoring system at all. Is seven good? Seven's Seven is as good is as it, it gets. Top, uh, yeah, okay. It's not like a ten okay. out of ten. Here's here's my <laughs> scoring system, and this is or what I'm willing is to good do. Enough for an eight, yeah. nine, eight, so I normally work on Thursdays, which is why I showed up late tonight. <laughs> yep. I want you guys to start thinking now, because in about twenty minutes, I want you guys each to tell me a scary movie, like a scary. I want something that I'm going to be like. Holy shit, this scared okay. me. I'm going to throw off the lights. Do you throw like on scary candles. movies? Scream, man. Yeah, yeah, 96. I heard it torments like people, man. <laughs> yeah. And I want to watch a scary movie. And I think that's what a movie needs to be to be past seven. Okay. So they're just not like good movies. They don't count. You want to be scared. No, it has to be scared. You're on, scared. Sc- it you're on a scale needs to make scale. Me really, really scared or really, really uncomfortable watching it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain movies like like I love the thrill of it, I love the fun mm-hmm. of movies, but to be scared, like yeah, genuinely it, scared, it, exists wasn't scary. It's more like it fun. wasn't, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Where is what my seven scale is? Like if something's really fun but not scary, sevens at the way to fuck go. Both. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck both of you. Hey, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I, I'm no, just reacting to I what did, this guy. I, I didn't enjoy this movie, is. and I should have really dug this movie because I love Bigfoot movies and. <laughs> The thing that got me about this, this is the one where it actually takes place in like uh, was it Vancouver where they actually go to the Bigfoot Festival and they no, have that's, like the Bigfoot. No, Foot that's a, that's the one I do like. That's the one by Bobcat Goldthwait. Willow, oh. what is it? Willow Creek or something? Bar- no, this Bar- is Creek? the one where like the guy steals yeah. keys to his uncle's cabin, oh, his yeah, hunting cabin, yeah. and he's like, "I'm never going back oh, up there." Oh, this is there. the one with the explosions. Like Bigfoot is like yeah. pretty much like the, uh, the Terminator. Creek, Willow Creek yeah. was like. Uh, um, no show or no tell, no show, and yeah. this was show, show. no tell. Like, yeah. it was the reverse. Whereas that when yeah. you didn't see anything and you, it was up to your imagination, this was like the story yeah. sucks, but we're just going to show Bigfoot killing Here a lot of people. Here is the Terminator, but yeah, Bigfoot. Even, even when like they showed the Bigfoot, yeah. I think like it kind of had. I hate to make this reference, but it had that Jaws mentality where like you're seeing a little bit of it, a little bit of it, so it yeah. makes it scary. And even when you see it. Even though mm. it's kind of cheesy, you're like they prolonged it long enough they, that yeah, like, it I just made it acceptable. It. Yeah. But I I really enjoyed that movie. Like it it kept me in tune. Mm. It kept me involved in. You it. weren't like, bored at all. I will yeah, revisit I it because yeah. there's been films like that I that think I didn't it's love. The same and... guy who did Blair Witch had something to do with this one, or I no, could be mistaken. That's Adam like, Wingard. Ed, oh, is it Wingard? Oh, sorry, you're saying uh, the original Blair Witch. Uh, Eduardo Yeah. Oh, it is the guy that directed exist in yeah. 2000. Yeah, I'll have to give it another shot. I, I don't I yeah. remember Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It was one of those movies where like a lot of them I have to okay, I got to pay attention to this. I got to pay attention to this. this you actually one paying of those attention. Movies where I was like, "Wow, this is really fun. There's like 
like there's points in the movie where like they'd pull away from someone being attacked and you're just like, as ah, that person dead, is he yeah. not dead? And it wasn't like every time it always ended in the same result. Yeah. So it kind of left you a little bit hanging. It wasn't uber predictable. So yeah, I really enjoyed hmm. uh, Exist. Seven it's pumpkins. on Prime, like for just mm-hmm. a minimal subscription. No, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> he was just placating you. Like, yeah, sounds great. I'll have to check that out anyways. <laughs> uh, Kyle, what do you got? I got uh, from 1992... Amityville, 1992, It's About Time. Amityville 5? A.K.A. Amity 6. So six. the weird thing is, so the, the Vinegar Syndrome released a box set that has four, six, seven, eight. Five is like some weird thing where a different company did it. Again, it's probably uh, one of those things where it's not connected anyway. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's I don't even, totally connected. I heard that it, everything that happens in five <laughs> relates matters. to six. I don't even know if this is Amityville 6, right? Because these are like some other guys. Yeah. That, anyways, the possessed artifact this time is a clock. Uh, it opens up, an architect returns home from a business trip. His ex-girlfriend's been watching his kids, um, and he sets up this clock. He's all excited. He's like, ah, finally, this will make the room. He's got an open fireplace. He puts it on the mantle, and you see it, like, drilling. Like, not, they don't know, but the, the clock is drilling itself into the mantle so it can't be moved. And um, this evil clock, weird stuff starts happening. The boy goes down for like food in the middle of the night and he flicks on the switch. And all of a sudden that room becomes this ancient torture chamber. Uh, the, The father gets attacked like, pretty viciously by this dog and so he's stuck in bed for a while. So the ex girlfriend is stuck staying at the house because she feels bad. But she also has another boyfriend and she's kinda and he starts like the like happens in Anvil becoming possessed Mm -hmm. and angry and a prick. So she has doesn't want to put up with it, but at the same time she feels bad leaving him. Can't leave him. Um, and then, yeah, other stuff is happening where the son's getting blamed for it because he's like this goth punk guy. Of course, I always um, blame the goths. Again, yeah, still better than it had any right to be. Not not a good film by any means, Like, yeah. I, I, but I, I was never bored. Uh, the characters are less likable in this, this one. This wasn't made for TV, was it? Like, this is an actual I think they would have been a straight to VHS, yeah. like rentals or whatever. Uh, acting and dialogue are a little bit worse than the last one. So it's like mm. you're, we're kind of going down a bit. So I'm hoping, I think I heard one of them is supposed to be like peaks it back up. Yeah. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of 10. It was fine. Um, it's a film that you will put on. You probably won't be bored, but you know, it's not great yeah. by any means. But yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm enjoying going through these because again, when you hear. Ah, they couldn't afford the Amityville house, but they have furniture from it. It just sounds so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but, right? uh, I can't afford a possessed house, but possessed furniture, yeah. repossessed furniture. Yeah. That's my jam. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think one of them might be a, a dollhouse or something. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyways, <laughs> who, who, that's it for my 17th. I watched uh, Treehouse of uh, Horror 7. Uh, this is, you can start seeing the uh, cracks in this. Right. Like uh, it starts off with the uh, Bart has a t- twin. Where it has like the uh, Siamese twins, where one's evil and one's oh, not, yeah. which is kind of cool. Like it has like the evil Bart living in the attic. The second one is uh, Lisa makes a futuristic um, oh, city yeah, out bad. of like a tooth, which is eh, not the greatest. And it ends with a Al Gore and uh, oh, Bill yeah. Clinton. Yeah, this is the beginning of the end. Yeah, you start to see like, ooh, it wasn't that great, but the comedy was still there a bit. So I'm giving it six point five pumpkins. But uh, I can not see. one of the better. Yeah, this is the first the one. This is the first one. Like, do you, okay. Do you know if the first one with like Bart and like Hugo is yeah. based on a movie? I think it's Twilight Zone. Episode, is it a Twilight actually, yeah. Zone episode? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. It always screamed to me that it was based on something. I just never yeah. looked into There's, it. I, I was, I was looking into this because I, I watched a couple of these. Um, I'll talk about next week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the, yeah, there's a site you can t- – I forget what it is, but if you take them trios, but it has them all listed. It tells you every episode, what segment is in every episode wraparound, and then it also tells you what each one was – Referencing to? Referencing. Oh, so okay. it's kinda, it was kind of neat to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. so that's – yeah. Oh, I mean, most of cool. these I know, but there's some there's like, yeah, what was that yeah. from? Because that could uh, been... that is cool. Yeah. So because um, I, I know I've heard that story of like identical yeah. twins, and it's the one's wrong the evil one. Twin. Yeah. I'm just happy Maddie got Treehouse of Horror because he's been saying Treehouse Tree of, of Terror. Terror for the last like couple episodes. <laughs> or Tree Club of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Monsters. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with uh, a an, uh, Grim Ten tonight. Oh yeah, uh, season Grimm, three. Grimm, Grimm. Uh, <laughs> Episode grim, fifteen. Grim, grim, grim. Once we were gods. This actually like ties in. It's almost like the Abbott and Costello episode, but with Grim. So someone has got the the mummy, but the mummy is like looks like a basically like a dog face, and it's it's <laughs> awesome. uh, a a in vogue. Okay, like one of them, like a uh, old like um, ancient Egyptian like uh, gods. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So those gods were the Vessen. Oh, that's cool. Which, you know, the, 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 the monsters, we, yeah. or not monsters, because they're just human beings most of the time. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to give this one a 7, uh, public yeah. out of 10. <laughs> I can't get into Grimm too much on the... The Grimm, like, which is weird. It's normally, like, something that I would have to, like, listen to you guys go on about some <laughs> bullshit. Know. And 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 you're shitting on me on something that, like you just haven't seen, yeah, I but know, I know exactly. you, you enjoy. Dude, hey, I haven't seen anything. It's funny. the minute I watch it, I'm like, this show is amazing. <laughs> I think it's just become this like running joke that we know you're yeah. going to end the night with a yeah. 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 I'm going to end. The night I think yeah, Maddie's so. giving you more of a hard time. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, that uh, the Trails of Horror, the site that I was talking about, is a little site called Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I looked it up. Have you guys heard about this website? It's called Wikipedia. <laughs> but uh, so the thing and I, it does not have any for that one so that one oh, might no? be original story at least oh, according to this oh interesting it's the only one they it's well there's like a couple they don't have anything this is for, also so. wikipedia yeah yeah it could be wrong yeah it's anyway. never never wrong anyways uh is that it then for the 17th yeah. that's it for the 17th on the 18th on to the 18th, okay. to the 18th. what are you guys thinking okay well let's uh let adam start this uh adam was destroying it this year. oh yeah look at him go week. Uh, so from 1959, Beast from the Haunted Cave. Have you guys heard about this? No. Monty Hellman, who is this director that I've been wanting to check out for quite a long time. He did uh, two lane back uh, blacktop and a few a few other kind of like 70s movies that people are, mm. are really big into. And then I, I I've been digging a bunch of these Corman directed movies, and yeah. he produced this one. I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'll give this a shot. This is basically like a B movie caper. Awesome. Like like these people, they're, they're uh, we're gonna sign up dynamite in this mine, and then the mine yeah. people will go, and then we'll steal all the gold. But in the cave is a fucking spider monster that's and they have to get rid of the that's spider gonna monster. kill them. But they're all kind of despicable. It's it, it reminds me almost of a Bogart movie, but Bogart in this is the the woman character Shelley Noonan, who's incredible in this, and the dialogue's so snappy. She did nothing after this. It's it's kind of oh, like that's crazy. She was in uh, Bucket of Blood, which I, I liked, which was another yeah. Corman. Basically nothing else. She has so much charisma. 
I don't know how she didn't have a career. Mm. It, it kind of uh, Corman's burned mind. her out, man. Like Corman just worked her to the crap. Yeah. But like you've got uh, Michael Forrest, who is in a bunch of movies, like from Castaway to a bunch of B movie stuff. You've got a bunch of people in this that did stuff afterwards. So the dialogue, which is kind of hard boiled but kind of silly, always works. Uh, the spider monster's pretty stupid looking. Yeah. Uh, it's just like some arms most of the time that's <laughs> I'm going fine after with that, people. Though, I yeah, know. I'm totally cool with that. I like this way more than I thought I was gonna like this. I thought yeah, it's it got like a pretty a poor review. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up because I, I I knew I had heard of it, but I, I think it, is Dick Miller in it. There's no Dick Miller. All right. Uh, no. it, it it I think this might be just around the time he kind of came into the company yeah. of, of Corman. Um. And Cor- Corman doesn't direct this. There, are, some of the directing is a little bit like cheapo. Like they probably yeah. did this over a weekend. But I, oh, I like two the, days. Is what they I like the do, d- right? South Dakota landscape. Yeah. I, I think this is really underrated uh, for for those type hmm. of movies. I'm gonna give this seven pumpkins out oh, of ten. Wow. Oh, nice. That's crazy. Um, uh, from 2021, I watched a movie called Werewolf Within. Boom! I watched that next. Oh, nice. <laughs> look at us go. Yeah, what you so we, 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 we I watched a, this last week. We made yeah, a pact yeah, 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 last week this. to all watch this, and yeah. none of us did except for Adam. So I felt bad. I felt yeah. like I should get it in here. Um, yeah, apparently. So this is based on a VR video game. Oh, get out of here! Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, that. know that. Um, and you, would you want to jump into the plot? Or uh, yeah, pretty much. There's this uh, ranger who goes into this uh, town that's divided against this pipeline. Half the town wants the pipeline, the other half the town doesn't. So he has to go in there and uh, pretty much mediate this town and become the new park ranger for this, a force of town. The first night, he gets snowed in, and uh, it turns out there was a werewolf amongst them, mm-hmm. and they don't know who is a werewolf in this snowed-in town, mm-hmm. who the generators are all getting ripped apart by a werewolf. So he has to figure out who's a werewolf and who wants everybody dead. It's done in such a fun, tongue-in-cheek, charming, funny way because you love this ranger. How and, yeah, Sam Richardson is yeah. one of my favorites uh, Even of the last few years. The postie, I forget. Yeah, her the name, female. That, so that's the AT and T girl. Yeah, she, she <laughs> I wrote down her name. Awesome. It's, it's Milena yeah. Van, Van Trub or because I felt yeah. I felt bad that I only know her yeah, as the AT and T girl. So charming. <laughs> so you mentioned it again this, this yeah, week. Exactly. Well, that's, again, that's that's what put her on the map. Like she right. she actually did these skits with uh, I don't know if you guys know Kyle Mooney or um, yeah I know Kyle Mooney, the other guy yeah. that they they eventually went on SNL. I knew them like from the YouTube. They would do these little YouTube skits oh, yeah. that I thought were hilarious. And like me and my buddy from work did. I remember showing back and she's like, "That's not funny. You're, you're not." Funny. But it's like, who's laughing now? Because they both went on to big careers <laughs> in SNL. Clearly so. not me. <laughs> But yeah, no, that so yeah. I saw her there, and then she became big because she was the eighteen yeah. T girl for a couple ah. years. But now she's gotten intact. Yeah, I guess. well, she is charming as hell in this. Yeah, like, yeah the, the leads are yeah. fantastic. All, all the side characters, yeah, are great. Yeah, I, I found the mystery kind of boring, but that didn't take away anything from this movie for me. Yeah, it, it, it like I, I mentioned, Knives Out. One of yeah. and it, it like light, very light. Yes, like yeah. th- there's none of the intrigue about that. It's mm-hmm. just like well. There's gonna be some sort of like yeah. pop. Oh, it's that person at the end, yeah. and, and that's gonna yeah. be it. it. Which is kind of more old B movie style, anyways. Yeah, I I struggle. Like sometimes I thought the dialogue was really great and witty, and then other times I thought it was kind of too 
cutesy yeah. and cliche. Like I, I found that the characters one were like couple over the top, like the homosexual yeah. couple. I'm like, all right. Yeah, well, no, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought even even like the rednecky, the odd, the mechanic. Yeah, who like, that? The uh, the waxy Gordon. Uh, oh, I, like, I I I love their yeah. the dialogue yeah. between the what like the what's her name uh, that's uh, yeah she's in everything she's yeah. in everything that's playing yeah. this but she's never that foul mouthed no, in everything yeah, she's awesome she's in awesome in this. I just thought I don't know. I yeah. thought I thought all of it was like it's who like was the these original cliche, like the red characters. characters. The guy who played Waxy Gordon in uh, Boardwalk. Uh, you know that guy, that William Freakin. Yeah, he was great. I thought, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, and, and uh, yeah, was yeah. it Freakin that played the the other I guy? I thought it was Waxy Gordon. Yeah, the guy who played Waxy Gordon. Uh, Anyways, you yeah, guys yeah, keep well, talking. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, check. Yeah, that yeah. Out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's aged horribly. If that is the, the, what are you gonna give this, Matty? Uh, I think I gave it. Uh, where was it? Seven. Yeah, I'm. I'm between a six and a half, yeah. seven. I'll, I guess I'll go seven pumpkins at a time. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to. I kind of wanted to love this more. And yeah, I don't. There's been a lot of werewolf movies as of late that are all getting critical acclaim, and I haven't this found one that I love. This is the same guy who wrote. Um, what was that movie with him and uh, Arya Cash? Um, mm. Scare me. <laughs> Scare me. Uh, the worst part of that Scare Me was a werewolf one. So And and was yeah. him too. Yeah. Like acting mm-hmm. where like he he couldn't kind of pull I that really out. Like yeah. Scare Me much, but neither did, like but there was stuff in Scare Me that they would do and the lead in that was so the good. The female like, actress yeah. was yeah. good, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's not yeah. Waxy Gordon. Oh, I thought it was. Same guy who played Waxy Gordon. No, um, it's uh Wayne Duval. Uh Danny, why don't you jump in with something? Uh, so uh, I'm going to, because I'm just grasping at straws here. Yeah, what did um, you watch? I, one of the movies I watched, which probably is more of a thriller than a horror, is Landmine Goes Click. You talked about this ages ago. I tried watching it. I couldn't get past the first 25 minutes because the characters were just poorly acted and despicable. I have watched this movie twice now. Yep. It is... The acting, I agree, in the first 20 minutes is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, the the one, there's three main actors, mm-hmm. and there's a fourth one that gets thrown into the mix in the first half yeah. hour. One of the three is terrible. Yeah. So the idea of this movie, just to kind of set it up, is you have this couple, and then the guy's best friend, they're traveling across Europe, or mm-hmm. like probably Eastern Europe. And they end up wanting to be married. The one buddy wants to marry them. So trying to find the perfect spot to be married as he's like, okay, I need you to go stand with my bride to be over here so I can take a nice picture and, you know, let me set up the scene perfectly. His buddy steps on this landmine and he's like, don't lift your foot because if you lift your foot, the landmine's going to go off. And basically says, I know you two have been cheating on me behind my back. And then the third guy kind of fucks off. And the two of them are left to figure out life from there. Yeah. Great premise. Great Mm. idea. I was hooked instantly. The movie takes a weird turn to terribleness. And it's kind of. When that dude came. uh, There's, uh, yeah, an old farmer comes to help them. Oh, that he just comes over. Well, yeah. he just, oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's, uh, he does it all. He yeah. shows up. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, then, that's where I had to turn this movie off. Like, okay, I can't watch uh, this There's, anymore. there's, uh, I don't know if we can say the R word yeah. on yeah. this podcast, but there is like a uh, last house on the left kind of scene yeah. in this movie. You, and 
Yeah. Yeah. No. I was thinking a different one. I was actually thinking the yeah. same one. Like, where is he going with this? Maybe I didn't finish watching this movie. Like, okay, yeah, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know the, the, the grape say, word. Yeah. And uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I really in... enjoyed the rape scene, is what he's going to say. Oh, we can't say the rape <laughs> yeah. word. Uh, no, I didn't enjoy it the rape scene. It could have used another 10 <laughs> minutes. My, the, the only qualm I have of this movie is I really wish that the rape scene was dropped to maybe a quarter of what it was <laughs> yeah. because you know what's going on but it was one of those thriller movies where like i the, the tension that was built it after the first so 20 minutes and not needed and just yeah yeah um, the rape scene was way too much but i i really enjoyed the the, the tension of the movie that mm. like i find is lost in a lot of movies that have been made in the last five years that yeah. there's no like oh we can't do this because so and so will be offended. Yeah, I really enjoyed the 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 on the edge kind of yeah. thing that I used to get with horror movies as a kid, mm-hmm. and so it it was one. Yeah, of those... there's no way they would let landmines be in a film these days. <laughs> too offensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way too offensive. My goodness, <laughs> with their protruding dipstick. Just, yeah, come no, on. no. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of those movies where it, it's probably one of the only movies I've watched in the last two years where it kind of put me on the edge of my seat, mm-hmm. which I know it's not really a horror movie. And we're I will give it to you. We'll count Shocktober, but... Yeah, Disqualified. It, well, <laughs> how many pumpkins, Dan? It definitely is a seven. How many landmines? It, it was oh, right on seven, the threshold eh? of... That's the closest I felt yeah. to being uncomfortable in a movie. Where I don't even know what this means, though. Seven yeah. is like a, a, a ten. So seven yeah. is the best you can get if it's not a scary movie. If it's a scary movie, it can be eight, nine, ten, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. If something scares me and yeah. makes so me... it's not it's not amazing unless it scares you, but it can be good. Because like there's great movies which I'll give them a seven, but unless you scare me, which is kind of the idea of a horror movie or a thriller, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, well, your yeah. rating skills, your rating yeah. skills. We can't. Yeah, we're yeah. Not, I, we, we, we get on. Me. Yeah, 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 we get on yeah. this kind of shit all the yeah. time. On it, but the, the, yeah, your rating skill is your, your rating, rating skill. skill. Yeah, yeah, but that that's what it is for me. Like I want movies that I I want to the, be but, given a movie like. Whenever I, I see something like you can't get through this movie without being super scared, can yeah. I just say something though, Dan? The problem that you may run into if with I that said scale, no, we just still go on. <laughs> yeah, the problem okay. that you may run into with that scale is how many films would you say in your life have scared you? Five, ten? So are you going to say there's only going to be five, ten movies over a seven? Like I, I don't know about you, but I, there's a yeah. handful of movies that have frightened me at least as an adult. So th- I think that would just be tough if that's the scale. No, there, there is movies that have scared me in like, holy shit, that would be like, mm-hmm. so as terrible as it sounds, because I love water and I love swimming, The Shallows, which okay. is what, 98? Uh, sorry, uh, 2018. Yeah, that's like a couple years ago, yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine being in that situation where, like, obviously I'm not a surfer, even though I have a swimmer's body. That <laughs> it, it just, it's one of those We should not have laughed, Danny. I could, yeah, you guys are. <laughs> you sure. and Jesus we're Christ, all the uh, swimmer's body. It was, it was your joke. <laughs> Let's be honest, none of us have a swimmer's body yeah. here. Come on. So, you do, sexy. Yeah, I think Kyle, Kyle <laughs> so, you might be able to get out there. But I can't it's, even get a tan or swim, so I'd be fucked. <laughs> and, and, anyways, we've we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. got two cut, cut down. Yeah, the, yeah. We got it. We, I got. Yeah, got I got, sorry, we got, I got stuff to get through. Thirty yeah, more movies. Whatever. I got to still talk about. Oh my god! Uh, 
She's not joking. from 1986, (laughs) Gothic. Have you guys seen this? Ken Russell's Gothic? No. No. uh, So Halle Berry? Yeah. Gothica. That's Gothica. So Ken Russell's a guy. I wanted to watch The Devils. Couldn't see that. I've been wanting to watch a bunch of his stuff. Mm. This is basically, it's supposed to be the night that... um, Mary Shelley came up with Frankenstein. She went to oh, wait, Lord wait, Byron's. Oh, wait, 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 It had, uh, what was the guy from uh, Harry Potter? Uh, Ring, uh, what's the guy's cat's name? I forget Timothy name. Spall. Yes. Yeah. I actually watched this okay. ages ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it is kind of fucking insane. It's yeah. totally bonkers. So they go there and you think, oh, it's going to be kind of this biography about how yeah. she came up with Frankenstein. It is a fucking living nightmare on it's screen. It's crazy. It's one of the kid that comes alive, that weird like a uh, demon kid yeah. that comes. Yeah. Yeah, because she lost insane. a kid and, yeah. and uh, you know, you basically like have people chugging back leech water in one yeah. scene. And then the next scene is like, oh, never mind. He's chugging back opium. And th- then it turns into these like, oh, that guy looks like what would happen if you chug back water that what leeches were in. Yeah. Probably the leeches are now swimming around your throat. And the other guy's on fucking opium yeah. running around. It's a, it's a drug-fueled campfire ghost story with rich aristocrats losing their mind. Trying and it's, to t- it's, scare each other. And, yeah. and scare each other, but also to live on the edge because that's yeah. how, what you're supposed to do. Um, a real style vibe too, right? Like Marquis de Sade shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Marquis yeah. de Sade stuff. I, I, I had a bad transfer of this. I, uh, supposedly there is only one good transfer and it, you can only get uh, in the UK. It was on Shudder ages ago. I don't know if it still is. I, I, it wasn't yeah. on when I, uh, okay. I, I... Yeah, and I don't. that might have not been... Yeah. It, it's supposedly yeah. like very hard to get Ken Russell yeah. stuff to Good. see it the way that it's supposed to be seen. I'm going to give it a seven. I could see it going up. Yeah. I'm also not like <laughs> wanting to watch it it's next year. It's a hard year. one to watch more than once every five years, yeah. I think. Yeah. But uh, I, I think of, uh, there's something going on. Like There's some yeah. fucking energy about it that's, that's crazy. Mm. So uh, speaking of uh, crazy energy, I watched uh, a movie from 1988 called The Unnameable. It's an H.P. Lovecraft tale about... Um, not being able to name your daughter, and they're sitting. James, no, no, she's not quite an Annabelle. <laughs> no, Anne, no, Belle, no. <laughs> they just start fucking gutting yeah, yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, there is this uh, entity that is risen, who is trapped inside the walls of this old m- monastery. And it starts off with this uh, priest trying to, like, I can conform you. You can, like, eat at the table of men. I just need to. Uh, deal with me and it, he gets gutted and like it, right. he, he ripped out it, then it turns out uh, there's like this uh, one <laughs> who's the guy from uh, Reanimator uh, Jeffrey Coon yeah it's pretty much it's not Combs? him but the uh, Herbert West character that he plays is trying to goad his buddies into going there just so he could write about it and make sure it's real so he goads these uh, two co-eds and uh, his buddies to go in there and try to spend the night for a college prank and as uh, they clearly run into a foul of this unnameable monster he goes in there he has to like write about what he's seeing like for science and uh, it was cool the monster looked great what's it called uh, Manny? Uh, the unnameable oh yeah have you seen this or no no it, it just got yeah. a blu-ray release like i think last year yeah yeah the monster looks cool uh the characters i kind of dug and had that one like uh nerdlinger who's a freshman who shouldn't be hanging out with these girls but like he kind of wants to hang out with these girls, so he goes to this place to, you know, try to get some. Yeah, it was cool. I'm going to give it a seven pumpkins out of ten. Seven pumpkins. Cool. I watched uh, from 2019, although I think it's it might even be a this year release. I think it's one of those ones that got delayed. Yeah. Right. Uh, Saint Maud. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of, I guess, 
got mixed reviews. It seems mm. like some people really love it. Others don't. Uh, it's an A24 flick. Um, I'm probably leaning towards the ones that don't. Um, oh, no. It's like your A24 flick. Where oh, you don't like A24s, do you? No, I, I do. I, I, I think they're maybe overrated, but like, I, this, this yeah. is barely a horror film. Like, this is a yeah. film that, like... It's well, a, he said it himself, we're not counting yet. It's, so a, <laughs> it's a drama, really, about this woman that is, you know, obsessed with religion and, and whatnot. And there's some kind of horror elements maybe at the end, but, like, it sells... Like, if you watch a trailer, you're like, well, I this actually, looks insane. Yeah, yeah I like, actually think the horror elements... Uh, the, dis, the, the blatant horror elements... Up until maybe the last sequence, yeah, which is great, uh, are the worst parts of the movie. Yeah, it's like, oh, someone's face gets really big again. Haven't we seen that before? Yeah. Like, uh, I, 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 yeah. Anyways, the, like, there's some. In, there's definitely. It's an interesting film. I mean, watching this. Well, there's a lot of like self-flagellation too. Like she puts the uh, spikes yeah, in her shoe and, and shit like and that. And just like watching. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. She, I like the movie. I, I just, mm-hmm. I find like the shoehorn to try to make it a genre piece is maybe. The- yeah, like I, I, I think they're, it's like they know horror sells, so they advertise everything as a horror film, and that's what pisses me off about them. Um, anyways, it, it was like I enjoyed it. I'll probably never watch it again, though. I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins. Uh, I don't have too much to say about it. What did you end up giving it? Do you remember or no? So seven, seven or seven and a half. Should, should I, I should watch this, right? Yeah, it came out this year. I yeah, like, I, and I have a friend who's not like a like mm-hmm. a, would would be more of a a horror nut and love this. Yeah, okay. I, again, I think it's very mixed. Like, there's there's yeah. a lot of people that love it, and there's a lot of people that hate it. I know going in, I think expectations play a part. No yeah. going in, like this is not. It's barely a horror film. There's there's elements, but it's like yeah, I'm not we're, gonna, it's, we're it's taking this, away that point. Also, when I see Netflix, I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like, not a Netflix movie. It's an A24 though. Yeah, this that's was, exactly what it was. Kind of a big deal. Like I think when it first started playing, they it was just kept waiting. Acclaim. They just kept waiting for the pandemic to end to put I it think in theaters. Was like, but they they played like festivals, and every yeah. festival would get yeah. all this critical acclaim. So then by the time it I came think out, two years ago was all my like most anticipated. Yeah, I think both of ours. Um yeah, don't build. I would say don't build it up that much. Yeah. But, uh, Do you have anything there's, else, there's Danny? Someone. No. Uh, so I've got uh, Wellington uh, Paranormal, nice. uh, season one, episode three. This might be my favorite one so far. It's called Ghost. They basically go to a, like a disturbance call, a noise disturbance call, and you find out that house is haunted. You've got like all these people that died at this party in the 70s. So it's basically like an orgy party that happened in the 70s. <laughs> awesome. But you got a guy that died on, and it, it's there's some creepy things at first. Like there's this guy that's face just looks all fucked up and you realize he died in a fondue accident. So the things sticking <laughs> out of his head are just the fondue yeah, sticks. I want to see the show. I think I would like it. Yeah, I think you got both yeah. guys. It's really funny. I'm going to give this like, one. It, a, did you say an, it's done by the same guys that did? Um, what, what we, we do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. It's like they produced the, the show, but I, I guess it's a bunch of their, their yeah. buddies. Um, I'm going to be an eight pumpkins. Awesome. Cool. Have you guys heard of a movie called The Columnist? It came out in uh, 2019. It's a Dutch movie about this uh, columnist who writes uh, just mundane shit, but people just like go after her. I like, have heard of this. Col- yeah, yeah. The uh, comment section of like Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. So a bunch of people are like, oh, fuck you, you ugly cunt, and blah, blah, blah. Someone should rape you. And she's like, you know what? Fuck this. So she uh, finds out who is writing all this stuff and just like, yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm just going to kill him. So she just kind of like finds out who was like trolling her and just goes and murders him. It's su- such a weird movie because it's taking on such a um, serious 
uh, event, but it does it in such a weird. There's a comedy bent that shouldn't be there, but it makes a movie work better than it should. Mm. Like it could have just been a dark movie that like Finch did, but like it seems a bit more winky. You know right. what I'm saying? Like winking at the camera. So I, I kind of liked it actually, like way more than I thought I would. I thought it'd be like, okay, I get it. Trolls suck. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but no, it was actually kind of done in, like a fun way. So I'm giving it a seven point five. Actually. Oh, nice, interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that one out. Maybe. Yeah, it's on Shutter. So yeah, I saw it on Shutter. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll jump in really quickly. Uh, another one. I one that our son actually did watch. Bobby's World season one. I want to oh, watch nice. this one. Uh, Night of Living Bubble? Pumpkin from 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Bobby's parents feel he's too young to go trick or treating, so he stays home with his uncle, and they put on a a haunted big haunted house in their in their house, and they charge a dollar for entry. I guess that mm-hmm. they're going to donate a dollar and two pieces of candy. And two pieces of candy that Bobby gets to keep. Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, yeah. I find some of the dream sequences are kind of get a little tiresome after a while. I mean, yeah. again, it's a kid's show. It's not really geared towards yeah. me, but my, uh, my son really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it well enough. I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkin Thanks. instead of ten. Just because I haven't talked to you in the last two years, is Cohen liking a lot more like Halloween stuff now? Uh, well, no, he's afraid of like anything that has blood. As long as if it doesn't have blood, he'll watch it. Like, he's watched the Universal Monster movies. He's watched Monster Squad. Okay, sweet. He's watched Gremlins that has a bit of blood. But yeah, certain things he'll watch. Nightmare Before Christmas he likes. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, from 2009, uh, Jennifer's Body. Oh, nice. Oh. I watched this uh, for the first time, I think, last year or the year before. Yeah. Adam Brody is so fucking charming in this, yeah. too, right? Well, charming as <laughs> okay, the yeah. worst person yeah. ever. No, <laughs> not charming, but like I liked watching him as yeah, an asshole. Fun. Fun, I think <laughs> yeah, fun. fun. Yeah, he's yeah. he's incredible in this. Uh, I, I agree. He's the best part. Yeah. Uh, now, Amanda Seyfried's really yeah. good in this, too. Like, she, she definitely is playing like. Some of the lines a little bit slyer. Yeah. I, I kind of got on her wavelength uh, more as the movie goes on. Mm. Um, it, you know, it's this new. The, they totally fucked up promoting this movie. Yeah, uh, years ago. It's also like it's now getting this reevaluation, and that's why I wanted to 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 yeah. watch it. It's not as clever. Also, as the reevaluation. Yeah. Well, like, I don't even think I don't even know how you would market this film. Like, really. Well, they should have just marketed this film as like. Ginger snaps done by Diablo Cody. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. It's not a, like it, instead of like this bro thing for bros. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the, all the marketing was this yeah. like super. Hey, here's Megan Fox. Sexy. You remember her from Transformers? It's called Jennifer's Body. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're rating it R, just so you think. <laughs> but it, compared to like Scream, this the the kind of like commentary and everything is so mm. much better here. It does get fucking mud- muddied because like yeah. why she, she she's killing the guys that are okay, but like we want. But not like yeah. so. She, but she's still like sim- we're supposed to be sympathetic towards her. Like that that, mm. that doesn't quite work for me. But seven point five pumpkins, uh, I'd watch this again. Like it it was a lot of fun and uh, there was a cool tale I thought with this about the uh, pit that just sucks in everything and they don't know where it goes. Yeah, that like I guess it goes nowhere. But like it's such a cool like. Well, then idea. they show yeah. where it goes at that one. Po- There's like yeah. a one little brief splash, splash where you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is feeding out. Yeah. The, the, I, I feel like there's a little bit missed opportunity, but the direction's great. Yeah. You, you do have, like, the backstory ends up being awesome with yeah. the, the band. Even the music, like, of that era, which I fucking despise most of that <laughs> style of music. You don't mind it. <laughs> it's Well, it's so well done of what that uh, was. Anything yeah. else, guys? Uh, yeah, I got one more. Um, 
I watched from 1992, Happy Hell Night. Um, this is, uh, it opens up a Catholic priest slaughters a group of campus kids. Uh, Darren, <laughs> Just for fun? Uh, yeah, yeah. Some, there's some bullshit. Why, how, I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, Darren McGavin's the only survivor. Uh, the priest is caught and put away in an asylum for life. This is one of those films where, like, Darren McGavin, they're probably like, we have no budget, but maybe yeah. we can get some kind of name. So we we'll get him for, like, this. a day or two of shooting. Uh, 30 years later... I like um, how that's the name. Like, yeah. that's, that'll bring people in <laughs> yeah. the seats. Well, I think, you know, any anything helps, right? You add some guy that has some credit, at least to, mm-hmm. to horror fans. Um, 30 years later, uh, it's on Hell Night. Two pledges are dared to break into the, uh, the asylum where the priest is held and uh, break into his room and take some photographs of him. Of course, he escapes and goes on a killing spree. Uh, you get a brief Halloween party there. Is he in a there. smock? Does he have like, like the collar and no, shit like that? No, no. Uh, he does kind of have an interesting look, though. He's yeah. like this bald guy, and he's like these pitch black eyes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's typical low-budget 90s yeah. slasher film. This is like, you know, when slasher films were not at their hype, like we're kind of past their yeah. point of success. And it's just got that 90s look to it. Uh, mediocre acting, writing. It, it was still kind of, again, it's en- entertaining, though. It's never, again, one of the, another one of those that's never boring. I'll, I'll give it six pumpkins out of ten, but I... I, I can't. It's something actually. I could see maybe you getting something. I out do of it. like nineties. You kind of uh, like like that Night of the Demons yeah. three. It kind of has that look, that acting, yeah. that style. Nice. So it might it might be something up. You and Night the, of the, the Demons three. Yeah, my favorite. Of all the Maddie Night loves of the it. And I, I find it tough yeah, to watch. It's so I, I love it so much. So nineties. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta watch two more Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons two is fun. I might, I might watch that's my that. least favorite. So yeah. all right, that's not yeah. gonna happen. This shot. Yeah, I know. Next shot. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, I ended the night with. Graham, 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 Graham. It's funny. That's kind of the music in the, when it starts. It has this like mechanical thing. You've, uh, <laughs> Every has. time you watch this, you're gonna think that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is episode 16. The show must go on. It's kind of like the the classic carnival a- 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 episode. Um, I don't need to go into it too much. I'm gonna give this one seven. It's not a standard of the season, uh, but still another solid. Like this has been the best season, yet. I would say yet. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I guess we're gonna move on to the nineteenth then. Yeah. What are you guys? Um, are you still going? No, no, I'm done. Oh, you done with the grim? Yeah, I'm done with the grim. So yeah. I, I've got. Uh, you didn't stay up late and watch another episode? No. <laughs> uh, so, but I'll go right. This guy's in, been winning every day. I'll go <laughs> right into. I didn't win. You won that one day. It was pretty big for you. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, how oh, condescending wow. that was. At what too. point did this happen <laughs> yeah. in the podcast yeah. where Adam's oh, like, yeah. becoming I'm the jerk of the podcast? This. I'm this the jerk, <laughs> man. That's my fucking spot. I thought we agreed when we were going to do this that I get yeah. to be the prick of the podcast. You know, you, I, Don't you're, take that. You're going to take my king of the fucking Halloween and my uh You're going to You're going to win in the last week by watching 40 fucking movies. Yeah, there's no doubt. And, and, and so uh, this is, let me... Have this for a second. Yeah, um, I watched from nineteen twenty the the cabinet of Doctor uh, Kilargi. Uh, oh, nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty. It's like twenty twenty. Like wait a second. I so did say nineteen twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just my brain. So this movie is a hundred and one years old. It is a hundred and one years old. That is fucked up, man. It, it is crazy. So I mentioned this. Yeah, it just missed my top hundred because I hadn't mm. watched it again. I uh, I watched it a couple times when I was in university. The first time, you know. I, I remember thinking, eh, mm-hmm. like, I, I, like this, this is not a talkie. This is like an old like. This silent is a movie. silent movie. Yeah. Um, it, it's still like there's stuff that people still don't fucking do mm-hmm. right in this movie. Like, at, there's no fucking right angles in the sets. None. 
everything is this disjointed world. It basically looks like it's, it's nightmarish. It's nightmarish. It looks like um, what, what did I read someone say? It looks like uh, m- mental disease on film. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's part of what's going like on. The really rich oranges in the uh, background. Just a no, number. so, so it, like the, in, in that's the the cover. But basically, yeah. you, you've got uh, yellow tints in certain scenes, and you've yeah. got the old black and white style. Okay. And you have the title cards, which honestly are probably the thing that that hurt the most. If it wasn't for the occasional scene where you got a guy just opening his mouth and then mm. you're waiting, okay, what what is this going to be? Yeah. It's great. It looks amazing. Um, the new transfer is incredible that was done 4K. Um, and other than the first act, they haven't found the first act. Because <laughs> basically it's a German movie, so mm. what happens after the 20s, a lot of the German movies get lost. Yeah. Um, and... So you had these shitty things. So I'm I'm starting to watch this. I'm like, this is the 4K transfer. This movie? what's happening? Uh, and it, it, the movie just started. There's six six chapters in it, six acts. Mm-hmm. But once it kicks in and the killings start happening, and and basically like this nightmare world where this Doctor Kalargi who has this Solemnblust, who's this guy that's been asleep for 35 years, and they bring him out, and now he can tell people when they're gonna die and stuff. And there's some real tension there. Mm-hmm. I, I do find like just there's a certain aspects of the film that I just can't get quite past, but uh, it would have been close. Eight out, eight, eight pumpkins it's out of ten. Still up there, right? Yeah. Where'd you uh, see nice. this one? Shutter actually has an amazing. I'll get out of here. I think they have the best stream in it because I looked at a couple places. I I quickly mm. I think went on Canopy and maybe I went on. I, I'm, yeah. uh, I, I think originally I, I opened it up on Prime or some. It was yeah. like this is fucking bullshit. can't watch this. But uh, they had the new the new oh, one nice. that was done. And I think it was it was done by like three different companies. Once it gets into it, it's like wow, they did an amazing job on this. Awesome. They just the 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 one they're they're splicing. They they don't have the original negatives of the first uh, act still. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I watched um, from nineteen eighty eight. A movie starring a uh, SNL uh, alumni and uh, an 80s action movie alumni, Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo. I was about to say, it's got to be Piscopo. <laughs> yeah. In Dead Heat. I love this movie. This movie is so fucking awesome. I think the last time I watched this, we were doing the uh, Century Challenge. So that's when you <laughs> drink like, uh, what, 100 shots in 100 minutes? So like, I think you were watching this and we were getting a beer. drunk. 100 shots of beer. Yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't remember this movie at all. Like I remember being okay. It's kind of stupid and funny. I had a blast with this. It is fucking insane. Yeah, the jokes were funny. Practical like effects yeah, are so good. Treat Williams. Where did this come from? It's probably one of his best performances I've ever seen. Because he usually sucks, right? Well, I think Piscopo is like funny throughout. Oh yeah, and, and Piscopo, he usually sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What has he done? This funny. Like anyway, he's a terrible on those SNL Eddie Murphy. This movie is so good. It's pretty much. Um, these two cops are uh, trying to find this. Uh, a bunch of robbers are robbing these like jewelry stores, and whatnot. And they're shooting them up, but they're not dying. They're like, "What the fuck's going on with these guys?" So they look in this uh, weird a pharmaceutical company. It turns out another they're Darren resur- McGavin, isn't it? You got it, man. Yeah. And Vincent Price. Yeah, weird. So they're resurrecting the dead, and they have to figure out as they're doing this. Joe, no, Tree Williams dies. 
So he resurrects him using the uh, technology, and he has like 12 hours to solve who killed him. So these guys are on this adventure to figure out who killed him, and they go into this like Chinese food restaurant oh, yeah. where they uh, reanimate all the dead chickens, all the dead cows, and all the dead stuff that happens in this like uh, Chinese food restaurant. It is... Almost like yeah, the, big the effects are amazing China in this. Yeah, I've never, like I've never seen this. Living Dead. Yeah. It is awesome. This was uh, didn't make my top one hundred. It was close. Dead Heat. Did not make yeah. your top one hundred. It was close. No, yeah. yeah, I could see like I, if I watched this like recently. Wow, yeah. this actually might. It's, it's made, a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah. I think I gave it eight pumpkins out of ten. Like, well, the thing is too, uh, wow. Treat Williams yeah. is a zombie, and as it goes on, he's, he's like deteriorating and losing. Isn't he losing body parts? You got it, man. It's yeah, it's fun. Now, um. Are we gonna make uh, the next like maybe the January episode is gonna be the uh, Century Challenge? Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're, we're gonna do the Century Challenge as we're talking about like uh, we should watch a bunch of drinking movies and do it. That'd you're talking awesome. to the guy that has one beer in his yeah. shit face. I'll be the I'll be yeah. the referee. I 100 yeah. percent think that you guys should do the Century Challenge. Have me moderate it. Yeah, and then the three of you go because Kyle's just gonna be yeah. funny by like shot. Seven. But what uh, if we watched like the seventh seal or something? Yeah, like something we're watching awesome. like some like Mystery Science Theater three thousand, like something stupid. No, no. I yeah. was gonna say like let's watch Rashomon. Okay. <laughs> like that, let's watch something that's like like hair like the most heralded movie of all time. I'm in it. And then we just fucking get killed. And just make fun of it. <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> let's do it. I, I mentioned the seventh seal just yeah. because uh, yeah. that's not my favorite. Anyways, Kyle. Uh I watched uh Revisit of 1974, Brian De Palma's Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, wow. Um, starring Jessica Harper from Suspiria, Paul Williams, who we've talked about. I feel like I talked about yeah. him recently on something. Uh, William Finley, um, who was just in uh, Silent Rage, and uh, Garrett Graham. Uh, you get an intro by Rod Serling. Does the intro? Oh, which I did not know cool. that. Yeah. So this is a loosely adapted mixture. It's like they took Phantom of the Opera, mm -hmm. uh, the picture of Dorian Gray, and Faust, and threw them all together and made this musical. Yeah. It is a musical, but it's more like the songs are like because it's about them making did like this. Brian epic Eno do the music for music. this? No, it's you Paul know? Williams, right? Was it Paul Williams? Yeah, Paul, uh. Paul Williams. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it opens up. We have this naive singer-songwriter, Winslow Le Leach. He writes this epic rock opera based on uh, Faust. Is it Faust or Faust? Faust. 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 Uh, and then evil music producer Swan, who that's Paul Williams, steals his songs and butchers them. Uh, he gets this, like, popular... They have this, like, popular band who at first are doing doo-wop, and then, I guess, mm. Beach Boys-type music is popular, so then they're doing that. They cover their songs, and he's pissed off about it. And he tries to like, hey, those are my songs. Like, and and they just throw him out. Yeah. They frame him with drugs, so he gets arrested and is going to spend his life in prison. Um, he eventually escapes and he's going to get revenge on Swan. But uh, there's an accent and his face is crushed in the record press, uh, and that's how he becomes the Phantom of the Paradise. And now he's gonna he's gonna sabotage the uh, the, the stage play that's going on. Uh, Jessica Harper is kind of the innocent singer with a golden voice, and Winslow is in love with her, and he wants her to sing the songs. Uh, but instead, Paul uh, again, um, Paul Williams is, is a dick, and he gets some uh, gets this beef character who's just like singing oh, the songs, right. ah, <laughs> screaming and shit. Um, yeah. Anyways, you, you learn that there's like you know make deals with the devil, and it's mm -hmm. the, this Swan character corrupting everyone, and this guy getting revenge, but then. 
it, it always like backfires on him. Swan's always like evil and conniving. Uh, the songs are, are pretty fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I dig this movie. The Phantom costume looks great. It's Brian De Palma, so you know can it's going to be a good-looking film. Can you get over the musical? Like I his, can. Again, yeah. I'm fine with musical numbers to a point. You know what mm. I mean? I don't think I hate them as much as you, but I don't love... Yeah. I also, I'm also. i not going to go and watch a bunch of musicals, but like, I can handle it in Little Shop of Horrors. And, yeah. And Phantom, I actually really like Phantom of the Opera. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven pumpkins out of ten. Um, okay. It's not. I, I know this is. Is this with a movie? It's like somewhere in Canada. I forget which province, but this is like this huge cult classic, and they do like. Might be Winnipeg. Yeah, they do like yeah. big screenings in Manitoba. Yeah. Um, I know my buddy like Linda loves this movie. You know, like Linda, like yeah. he loves loves this movie. Do you it's have a good, good movie, transfer? Yeah. This yeah, like yeah. I have the Blu-ray of it. I might borrow this Blu-ray. off you because. Yeah, the I, one I that think I, you would I, dig it. Because uh, the one that I, I I had from, I think it was from the library years ago, mm. and it was a DVD, and it was just like... Not so great. Tra- and I yeah. stopped it after like two minutes. Yeah. No, yeah, this is good. Um, yeah, it's fun. Like, the songs are fun. And all the yeah. characters, like all those actors, those the Garrett Grahams and the Will and Finleys, like, they're guys that you may not know their names, but when you, you see them, you're like, ah, oh, that's that guy. Like, yeah. I think I think Garrett Grahams the guy from Terrorvision or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 it's worth a watch for sure. Um, I, I dug it. Anything, Danny? Danny? Uh, I have two movies more to talk about. Yeah, what have you watched? I uh, I kind of want to talk about a 2021 movie I watched. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, do it. Uh, New movies. Berserkers. Have you guys seen this? Berserkers. Berserkers. No. Um, okay. Awesome. I'm very excited. Love is like uh, what's the thing? Love is like uh, so. My love for you like ticking clock. Berserkers. That's exactly what I thought about. Would Berserker. you like to suck my cock, Berserker? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought yeah. about the whole time I heard this movie. So what's Berserkers about? So Berserkers is this weird, terrible, terrible <laughs> acting in the beginning. Like, yeah. like I almost shut it off because it's like this dude whose girlfriend's like giving him shit, like slaps him up like before the movie even begins. Yeah. He goes to the bar where, like, the old man behind the bar who's wise and educated still is like... Is this why you like this movie? (laughs) He'll never stand up for himself. And you're like, okay, what's going on? Like, it's a terrible setup of how terrible this guy is. And then everyone turns to zombies. Like, they're all watching, you know, the TV in the bar. It's exactly what you want from a zombie movie. And then, like... It turns out that it's two years later, and now he leads this whole group of people that survived the apocalypse. Okay. But it's kind of a jaded love story as well. It's just one of those fun zombie movies where you're just like, okay, yeah, I can get behind this. Yeah. Like, there's nothing in it you haven't seen before. There's nothing in it that... Were but you, it's fun. Did, did the zombies look cool? I think this is actually a 2014 movie that got didn't get released till like 2021. Oh wow! It easily could be. Yeah, I think this is. <laughs> I found it. AK Meltdown. Yeah, it was a different name then. I guess so. Yeah, because I could. I oh. couldn't. Nothing was coming for 2021, and then I found. And yeah, I guess it's a 2014 movie that just got released now. So. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's yeah. it's not. Zombies look cool. Cool kills. Like anything. Zombies look cool. The the kills are very much. I, I love it indie films, yeah. so I love it when people do the yeah. you know, like you see the knife going, and yeah. then you see the cut to the actual knife going in the skull. Yeah, I feel and like, a, like a book of cantaloupe. That's not at all what happened. Yeah. <laughs> 
I kind of enjoy that because mm. I enjoy like making and watching indie films. Yeah. So it was it was a ton of fun. When I found it, I was very excited about it. Kyle is just fucking going bananas on that beer there. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, Danny, yeah. but like I, speaking I'm, of going dude, berserker, berserker, yeah. Down. You can just sip it. You don't need to shove it in your mouth to drink it all. It's no, I, I don't have much room here, so to take it, it was at the last bit. I had to like do this weird angle to try to get that last <laughs> yeah, we, drop. We finally got Kyle into. It's been weeks and weeks of trying to get his microphone working, mm. but can someone actually beer me while we're? Wow! Oh yeah! Wow! He's doing. I'll, it. I'll do one more. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Danny's got me in the spirit, man. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, man. So what are you giving it, Danny? So I will definitely give that a six out of ten in in my scale. Um, so I watched from, uh, and, and please don't let Kyle get, don't make Kyle get up because he can't fucking reorganize the microphone. So, okay. If just, he, just throw him out. What just, do you want? Just throw him anything. He doesn't know. Surprise me. That's like something. That's a good one for him. Something that you have an umbrella Pinball. and like, uh, you know, some kind of fruit in the top yeah. there. <laughs> okay. We'll get up. Yeah. I, so what do you end up watching? I'm that, more that confident that Danny's going to get the microphone in the right place yeah. again. Thank and, you kind sir. And we won't mm. have to. To have a half an hour break. So, uh, have you guys seen Extraordinary Tales, the anthology, the the Poe antholo- uh, animated anthology? Oh, it was on like Netflix. I watched the first one, I think. I think I did yeah. too when we did our anthology episode. Yeah. Um, so it's basically like all of these people narrating. You got Christopher yeah. Lee, Bella Lugosi, mm-hmm. Julian Sands, uh, uh, Del Toro, uh, Roger Corman yeah. might be doing a bunch of the last one. And they do the t- uh, Telltale Heart, The Pit and the Pendulum, mm-hmm. Fall of House of Usher. That's the opening one that Christopher Lee does. They're all done in a different animation style. Mm-hmm. And they're all pretty cool. The wraparound looks garbage and actually is yeah. not interesting. Doing kind of like pseudo meta, like, uh, I don't know, pseudo garbage talk about yeah. about death uh with edgar Allan poe who's now a, a raven like yeah, of course i hated th- those i honestly that opening was yeah. like i made a mistake yeah i've seen it yeah. but then christopher lee's open with the fall of house usher and i yeah. just watched it's really good is that the one with the puppet as well no, there's no... Po- These are really animated. Okay. Uh, I remember, like, enjoying the yeah. voice work, but wishing they had a budget and better, like... Yeah. I think it could have been more interesting. Like, you can kind of tell it's like, we have a budget, this is all we can do. Yeah, like, I think there's part of that. They're, they're also doing animation styles that are unique. I'm more, I remember, like, there were some bad CGI ones or something, isn't there? Or? Yeah, there's one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the So, the, and then they do the... Lugosi one that's in the style of this artist that this horror artist that I I never knew uh, doing the Telltale Heart it's by far the the Best standout one. like if that one is there it's like a seven point five to eight point five the Lugosi yeah. uh, reading of it is incredible and then it starts to fall a by the wayside uh, the the next one's in an uh, EC comic oh, okay style okay with that yeah it just. I don't know if it really gets it. Like I feel Creepshow yeah. gets that in, 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 and they don't really do it yeah. uh, that much. And then the one that Kyle was talking about, it looks like a video game. Yeah, not that great. Uh, it's uh, unfortunate because Del Toro actually has a great narration to pin the pendulum. And then the last one is The Mask of the Red Death, which is very kind of like arty and wordless, which I probably like the least out of all of it. I'm going to hmm. give it six out of 
10 pumpkins. Not worth watching? It's worth watching. I would probably... Yeah, I think I was like around that. I might have enjoyed a tiny bit more, but... Uh, the first two would have been... It would be above a seven, and then it starts sliding yeah, as you down. go. I prefer the Vincent Price one that he does, where it's just him... Literally sitting there narrating these things. Yeah. Like, you're like, wow, this is yeah, like. Yeah, we watched this actually. Yeah, it's like it should not be entertaining, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, this is kind of entertaining and there's nothing happening. It's him. He's great though. On it, like, look at Hilarious yeah. House, which he did in a weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy how much work he did. Three days. Yeah. Three days. That's crazy. Three days. Maddie. Uh, Hamilton's claim to fame. I watched from uh, 1987 Doom Asylum. This movie starts off with this like uh, b- 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 doctor and his uh, sweetheart driving down the street. Like we won the settlement, fucking a. We're gonna we're ne- never gonna rain again. We're never gonna die. And then they uh, end up <coughs> crashing into a tree and they die. And well, the one girl dies, and he's like, "Oh no!" And he picks up like a hand that belongs to her. He's like, "Oh my god, I love you." This is your hand. <laughs> <laughs> and this starts off the. Uh, Silliest, stupidest movie I've seen in a while. I actually enjoyed the jokes. The characters were so... It's got the uh, brunette from Sex and the City. I can't yeah. remember her name. But. I forget her name, too. But uh, have you seen this? She would have yeah, been young. Yeah, I have. The brunette? Yeah. So young. Well, it, she's like, you're probably, yeah, 20s or something. Yeah, it is so stupid. All the characters are like uh, character types, but they're supposed to be like that one guy who's constantly playing... Uh, baseball cards and he's like oh this is like a rookie blah 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 and they had the one girl who was uh, I like that Maddie calls it playing baseball cards <laughs> what, what, what do you do with baseball cards collect them uh, I don't know uh, you play it's like magic Anyways, right I'm, go on <laughs> yeah. uh, they had that one guy who can't make a decision he's like should we go left oh maybe we should go right no we'll, we'll go left they have the uh, one girl who's like just lost her mom who wants to call her? Is that a guy? Boyfriend. Is that like a trope? The guy that can't decide. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I right? don't know. Let's let's no. let's just do like maybe we should go to this asylum. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe mm. we should. And they are hamming it the fuck up. Yeah. The one girl is lost. Just lost her mom in this car accident. So she wants to call her boyfriend mom because she has to call somebody mom. It's so fucking stupid. The one guy, the doctor, who is the uh, the doctor of doom. He looks so. Dumb. <laughs> He's wearing like a mask, almost like um, it's a they live mask, but it's a bit more charred. Yeah, I can't really give this movie I, the first twenty minutes. I'm like, I am fucking in this. I love this right. stupid idea. It really gets tired huh. very quickly. I'm giving it six Ooh. pumpkins. Yeah, I had high hopes for this one. I I, I remember being. Yeah. I, I enjoyed as much as I enjoyed Dead Pit. Like I thought yeah. they're both kind of like that. Uh, Deadpit had a bit more charm to me. I don't know. Uh, I watched uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of oh, Leslie awesome. Vernon from 2006. This is a faux documentary on the life of a slasher movie villain. Um, I love how like this film tackles all those cliches. So it's mm-hmm. him showing, like, well, I have to do cardio because I have to keep up when I'm chasing mm-hmm. them. And I have to walk really fast when they're running. So I got to, you know, make it, make it look good. Uh, sleight of hand magic tricks. He's showing like how he does all that. Like I'm here and then I'm over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he like plans and stalks the victims. Uh, sabot- how he sabotages like the potential weapons. So yeah. every time in a slash room, they got a weapon, it breaks or whatever. Sealing off the exits and stuff mm-hmm. like that. M- uh, mapping the routes where they might take. And so setting it all up. All that stuff is like genius. Like if you're a slash fan, you've seen yeah. a bunch of these. 
Um, it, it's great uh, rigging the electrical system to fail. This is what Scream was trying to do, I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that meta. The lead, the lead yeah. character, the Leslie Vernon, is kind of like this Ryan Reynolds, Sean mm-hmm. William Scott type character. Um, and you get a bunch of horror cameos in there. Kane Hodder's yeah. in there. Robert England, Zelda Rubenstein. I love all that stuff. I think that stuff is like, it's very well written. I think the acting is even pretty good. Um, and the plot of the movie is this uh, this inter- this reporter, I guess, is doing a story on him, doing mm. a documentary. And so all that stuff is great. But then the last half... It turns into an actual it movie. It flips and becomes an actual slasher film. And I think that's where it loses me because I think as a slasher film, it's not a great slasher film. It's like what mm. it, why it works is because of the the, the mockumentary stuff. Um, I still think it's it's worth a watch. So I think all that stuff is genius. So mm. I'm going to still go seven pumpkins yeah. out of ten on that one. Interesting. I think yeah. yeah you Matt, might you talk, did you talk? Did you talk about? I talked about this like a check it out this month. Yeah, a, a couple episodes ago, right? Mm. That you talked about this. Yeah, I, I, I might try to get that one. Yeah, I think it's I think if like you've shutter. seen enough horror film, uh, slasher films, you'll get a mm. kick out of it because it's like it goes over how a slasher film would plan all that stuff yeah. to happen. You know, you got the virgin and how he picks the, the girl out mm-hmm. in their library where he sets up like the, the oh, news yeah. article You're for gonna, her to find. Yeah, it's awesome. That like is this fake origin and then he's he's replaced. What do they call What's those the old... Name of the yeah, microfish. I really enjoy this. Um, uh, behind the Mask. Behind the Mask, behind the, the mask. rise okay. of Leslie Vernon. Yeah, the, awesome. the microfish, he's like, he set it up that he knows like, oh, she's going to find this newspaper and then she's going to want to find the full article and he set it up that he's planted the, the fake uh, article yeah. in the the, the, the microfish, yeah, microfish thing. So yeah, I don't know. All that stuff is genius. I just wish, yeah. I wish it just stayed as a mockumentary the whole movie instead of then flipped and became a, a slasher film that's a mediocre slasher film. Hmm. All right. So I watched next. I I had a, a blast with uh, um, uh, these these Corman movies and especially Beast from the Haunted Cave. And I was thinking, okay, I can give another one of these shot. Yeah. Maybe these are like. Some of these, yeah, they got low man. ratings. <laughs> Creature from the Haunted Sea from 1961. Ooh, this is directed this. by Corman. This movie sucks. Okay. <laughs> this movie is so fucking bad. Uh, it, it, it stars uh, Robert Town, uh, who, who ended up uh, like writing Chinatown huh. and Mission Impossible, you wow. know, the, the first one, and uh, all, these, all these great movies. Uh, he's in there. There's a bunch of other people. It's kind of like Cuba's been overtaken. They're going to transport some gold and then steal it. It's like the same other movie. And I'm thinking yeah. like, oh, man, this could be good. Nope. But the dialogue doesn't fit. There's a guy that all his stick is animal voices come out of his mouth. <laughs> so he'll be like impersonating, but it's just like a lamb starts coming. Like the guy ah! from per- uh, Police Academy? Yeah, yeah, but it's not actually happening. Like it's just a... Oh, like a... Uh... Sound effect. Sound effect that's coming out of his mouth. And then when he actually talks, you want the sound effects to come back because you hate him so much. Uh, I don't need to go into it. It's fucking garbage. It's the worst thing I've seen the whole time. 2.5 pumpkins. Holy moly. Wow. Like, I hated... That I that had to finish when this movie. When someone gives a rating yeah. that low, I kind of want to watch it. I don't uh, know. There's, there's nothing redeemable uh, about this movie. Uh, it's it's the worst of all the Corman movies. Uh, the worst, and that's saying the, something. Worse than Wasp Woman. Ugh. It's bad. Um, is it me? Again? I, I think yeah. so, yeah. Uh, so I watched uh, continuing my action horror movie series from 1988, Hero in the Terror. Uh, this one, uh, Norris is haunted. Chuck Norris is haunted by the serial killer who murdered 22 women 
previously and kept a shrine of their corpses. Nice. Uh, the killer is a silent kind of deadly force. He doesn't talk. He just goes in and murders. murders. Um, Danny doesn't give a shit about this movie. He's yeah, just going, he's just leaving. He's just like, You've see offended you guys. him with your Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's Chuck Norris, the hero, and the, the media has labeled him the hero, and the, this guy's a terror. He uh, escapes and goes on, continues his murdering spree. Um, yeah, and I guess he murders someone in this this old uh, theater. So Norris believes that somewhere in this theater, he's he's got this hidden catacombs with the, the shrine of dead bodies, but they can't find it. And uh, but he, he he believes it's in there. Anyways, this one, um, yeah, the, the killer, unlike Silent Rage, the killer in this one wasn't as interesting. He wasn't as yeah. scary. He just kind of looked like a big dude, big dope. Uh, the killer scenes aren't as good. Um, it, it spends a lot of time with like Norris and his pregnant wife, and it's like you think they might add some tension, and they do maybe for like a quick second, but, but not really. That you know this killer is going to get her. It's like he's trying to like, no, I, I'm not just an action guy. I'm a, <laughs> you know, I'm a respectable actor now. You give me a rom com soon? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't hate it, but it was forgettable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go six pumpkins out of ten. Like, there's there's some things I liked about. It. I like the idea of this guy, this the body of shrines, like you see in slash films. I like the idea yeah. of it being in a theater and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. And again, like this one, unlike the other one, at least had that action scene for the entertainment. This one didn't really have too much. Um, yeah, what? I don't know. Nothing going for it. No, kind of kind of a forgettable one. Not a great slash film and not a great uh, action film. Ugh. Boo! I, so I I ended the night with Graham Graham Gra- Graham Graham Graham. Graham. Uh, this is a uh, synchronicity. It's more of kind of. It was about Sting. It's more. Yeah, it's all about Sting. Uh, they do their their most of them are monster of the week, but it, mm. the next few episodes I've been watching, they're really tying in the overall oh. story. Uh, I don't need to go in that. You should watch Grim. Um, uh, I will. I will give it seven point five. Okay, oh, nice. Are we on the la- the final day? Then we're talking. We about? are on the, the final day. Hey, let's 20th. move on the twentieth. Jesus Christ! Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. So October twentieth. What do you guys watch? Should, what are you guys I doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You go for it, Kyle. Okay, so I I uh, I was gonna save these for a year or two. Um, just because I watch them every year and it's gotten boring. It's Roseanne's. <laughs> it's Martin. It just didn't feel Home like Halloween without the Roseanne <laughs> Halloweens. I'm going to race through these super quick because yeah. listeners probably heard about them. Roseanne season two, Boo, 1989. Nice. Um, this is the one where Dan and Roseanne try to scare each other to be the king or queen the of master. Halloween. Um, Halloween right from the first frame. Love the yeah. score that they little, they, the little score of things they do. I noticed this time too, it's like, this is it's a dark show. Like it takes place at night, so it always has this darkness mm-hmm. that you don't really get in sitcoms. They always have the bright lights. Yeah. This one, they kind of dim the lights down for this episode, which I thought was kind of cool. You get the thunderstorm uh, effects. Costumes are cool. Uh, to me, this is required viewing for yeah. Halloween. It's like Halloween I'll three, give that to you. You're right. trick or treat, and this is it's not Halloween without this. Nine out of ten pumpkins for me. Is that the Marie Antoinette one? No, I'm, no. So what I'm gonna, I'd watch them all in a row, so I'm going to quickly do them all right now. Yeah. One Every hit. single one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even the fucking end one. No, so I skipped the last two. I don't count those two. Yeah. They, yeah. They're shit. They suck. Yeah. Um, so I did season three, Trick or Treat. This one where uh, Dan is uncomfortable with DJ dressed as a witch, and which is funny because our son is being a witch this year. <laughs> uh, and Roseanne uh, ends up stuck in a bar dressed as a man. She's 
decides yeah, to take awesome. advantage of this and discover what men really talk about. Uh, Dan, for the costumes in this room, we got Dan as the Three Stooges, which is great. Uh, Darlene has the alien propping up her stomach, which is cool, and Becky's the bloody prom queen. Uh, not mm. the best Halloween one because a lot of it's just Roseanne at the, at the bar. bar. That's still kind of fun. It's still fun. fun episode. Yeah. Seven pumpkins out of ten. Season four, trick me up, trick me down. This is the uh, Connors frighten their neighbor with a bloody prank, mm. uh, and then causing Roseanne to spend the whole uh, night of their Halloween lodge party thinking that the neighbor's going to get, get revenge. Um, I love the costume of this where they're like a zombie with a. Uh, yeah, dummy. Mortimer. <laughs> yeah, Mortimer, uh, ventriloquist act they do. Uh, George Clooney makes an appearance there as Booker. Uh, mm. uh, f- another fun one, seven pumpkins out of ten. Uh, Roseanne Halloween 4 from 1992. Uh, Roseanne's lost her Halloween spirit, and she's visited by three, three ghosts, ghosts. Uh, of past, present, and future, kind of like Christmas Carol. Um, I love, like, right from the beginning, even as a baby, she's pretend to choke to mm. fucking frighten the mother. Um in the present time, um, sorry, yeah, at present time, she goes to the lodge party. And You're all making fun of her, though? Yeah, she's like, like oh, we really miss Roseanne. And she's like, oh, yeah, they miss me. Her pranks are going way over. Yeah, they go too though. far, and her pumpkin cookies are terrible. So yeah. then she's getting mad. <laughs> Dan! And the, the ghost's like, you can't hear me. And she's out, yell. She yells, like, oh, did anyone get a chill here? Yeah. And then in the future, you find out that she's pretty much become her mother without Halloween in her life, mm. lacking any personality. Dan leaves her. Uh, I love this one's a lot of fun. Darlene's dressed as Tippy Hedren from the Birds in this mm. one. DJ's Hannibal Lecter, and Dan and Jackie are Mary Antoinette. This is the one. Uh, eight pumpkins out of ten for me. I love this one. Uh, Halloween season six, Halloween five from nineteen ninety three. This is one. Uh, Nancy doesn't want to participate in their uh, group uh, costume. She doesn't like Dan. Where they're going to be the Cleaver party? No, yeah. she just thinks Dan doesn't like yeah. her. Uh, so Roseanne's like, you gotta prank her, prank her, and he's like, I want nothing to do with her because she's yeah. full of herself. Also oh, on the diner, yeah. yeah. And uh, Darlene and David also have a side plot where they they might be cheating on each other. And you oh, that's big actually a really good end. one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with six and a half pumpkins yeah. out of ten. I didn't love it as much. I like the prank of the uh, Darlene yeah. and David it was pretty cool. And then the last one I watched for Roseanne uh, from season seven, Skeleton in the Closet from 1994. I think Dan's gay. Uh, this is one where the, uh, Fred, Fred. Uh, might be gay. Yeah. Leon hosts a Halloween party, and they think that. You know, uh, he's 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 kind of like afraid of gay people, but then you find out that his all his friends and everything are gay yeah. people. So it's like, hmm, the squeaky wheel wants to get squeaked is the term they use. <laughs> uh, she also learns that her mother might be secretly wearing a wig and is actually mm-hmm. bald and it's hereditary. So yeah, Rose the end was weird that. on this one. I thought, um, yeah, there's a bunch of pranks throughout though. Yeah. It's fun one. Uh, another six and a half pumpkins out of ten. Uh, and I'll, I'll jump in some more, but I did the, that's it for that chunk. Uh, yeah, t- I don't know. To me, I love the Roseanne Halloween episodes, yeah. even if the show is not for you. They have great episodes with like a lot of cool costumes yeah. and props and whatnot. Nice. Uh, who else? Uh, jump in. I you want to jump in? Yeah, Possessor. I guess it was like 2020 oh, yeah. movie or 2021. When did this, this movie come out? 20, yeah. This made my... my I was If I saw list. this, it would have made my top 10. It is fucking awesome. Uh, what happens is um, this person gets implanted in someone's body and they have like three days to pretty much start a, a murder where this person get blamed for it and uh, to make inheritance happen kind yep. of deal. And uh, the body starts fighting back in this weird way. Yeah. It is so um, Cronenberg-esque, <laughs> I guess is the right yeah, word. Like, yeah, like he's fallen... Uh, right yeah. in his dad's right like, in, footsteps. And yeah, he's yeah, like... Totally. 
he's able to. Like this movie was fucking cool, man. It looked disturbing. Yeah, like antiviral. I I felt like it was like almost mm. like a ripoff of his dad. Yeah, where this had. Some other kind of elements. It, it still feels very much like one of oh, his yeah. dad's movies, uh, which I'm sure he doesn't want to hear. But man, does it have some it, balls to it. it! It kicks, man, and it looks gorgeous, like absolutely gorgeous. Even the characters, you kind of feel for. Like, well, Andrea Riseborough, or mm. I think that's what the actress name. Yeah. She's unreal. I was thinking about that. I haven't seen her in anything and I'm surprised because she was so good. Like, so good at this. I guess the dude was from Girls. Uh, Who's also, like, he keeps appearing in stuff and being like, even when I don't like the movie, he's the best part of the movie. Girls sucked, but him and like Adam Driver were like the standouts of this. Well, I Girls thought. is an interesting yeah. one. It's like it sucks, but it also doesn't <laughs> suck because yeah. it's so accurate. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I love Girls or hate Girls, but we've talked about this before, but well, we'll talk about yeah, this. Yeah. We'll wait for November. We'll do like a girl <laughs> season one. We'll talk about this. <laughs> I'm yeah. on vacation. Yeah. I, I, Have you ever I watched that? No, I don't know. I think I'm giving this one yeah, eight, you, eight, I think eight pumpkins. Did, like, I, I had a blast with it. It was some like crazy spooky scenes, too, that you're kind of like, ooh, when he takes out, uh, was it Sean Bean, right? Was the uh, dude? Yeah. When he, I don't want to spoil it, Sean Bean dies, idiot. <laughs> did, did you watch the unrated cut? Yeah, yeah, I oh, did. Yeah, so did I. what really got me was he's spying on people through their cameras on their, like, laptops and shit, which is like, not even addressed in a weird way, but it's like, yeah, that's how it is. So I can't remember. I, I, this was my number one or two. Yeah. Uh, Get Duked, in, or the, this yeah. was my number one of last year. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. totally opposite movies. Yeah, completely opposite. Uh, but they they really yeah. uh, stuck out to me. Yeah, it got me. Like I, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I watched from 2005 uh, Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. <laughs> I like this one, too, actually. I really like this one. And <laughs> You're thinking of opposites. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think Wallace and Gromit are, are almost becoming underrated because mm. the, it's such a specific type of humor. The only time I didn't really like this one is when it's trying to be more populous, when it's trying to be less British and more like... Uh, Dick jokey for the the, the well, adults. What do you mean? Like he's like like hanging out with the girl. It's like uh, there's there's get... he's wearing he's in a box yeah. and it says nuts on it or something yeah. like that, right? Like <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, that that was why Kyle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love <laughs> the like part. the idea of the were rabbit, like mm-hmm. and the, and the the whole town is lining up to to do this big event where they're yeah. growing the the vegetables and stuff. Um, it's it's really great. It, 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 I watched Cur- uh, Corpse Bride the other week, mm. and this falls in the same thing where it kind of draws back to to kid stuff sometimes, yeah. and, and the humor has to be hidden behind you know these veiled uh, double entendre stuff yeah. that I don't really get into too much. Uh, just say it, yeah. just 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 say whatever it is. Uh, I'm, but seven point five pumpkins. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, do you want to jump in, Danny? Do you have anything? Well, you, you got your last film, right? I have uh, a really quick one. Go I on. watched Midsummer. Midsummer was yeah. one of those movies where I threw it on, wasn't expecting much of we, it. You were but... you were paying attention though, right? You would like yeah. you were like cooking dinner or anything. You actually like were no, walking I this. sat yeah. and paid attention to it. So from the get go, that scene where like the uh, parents uh, spoilers, but it's the opening scene where they have like the exhaust going in the parents' bedroom. Yeah, were you hooked or? Am I, I was am I leading the witness here? from the beginning of <laughs> yeah. this movie. Good. Uh, so because, both of our top hundreds, right? Yeah, it definitely yeah. did. 
it was one of those movies where I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Because Netflix did a whole lot of pushing for this movie. Mm-hmm. And as much as Netflix is fun, I 100% kind of instantly discredit of a course. lot yeah, of Yeah, I'm the same way with like... Um... Mm-hmm. And but Midsummer, that being said, this is probably like one of the best horror movies that like came out of theaters in the past. Like, I actually years. watched yeah. half of it and stopped it because it was on one of those days where Court yep. was working, yeah, till like six, and I stopped it and was like, "This is a movie that I kind of want to watch." Right where she came home, we made dinner, turn off lights, threw on candles, and watched it beginning to yeah. end. And I really enjoyed it. It was one of those movies where I didn't expect it to be what it was. It mm. was something that was different than anything I'd seen. Of course, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed it. That is one of those, I would throw it in the 7.58 category. Wow, that's like an 11. Yeah. yeah. 11. <laughs> didn't you say at the beginning of the show that it was a 7 out of 10? <laughs> I may have, but it's, it, the more I think about it, the, yeah. the the more I think about that movie, the more I want to watch it again, which instantly yeah. just bumps yeah. it up for me. Like yeah. I haven't watched it again since like I watched it two months ago. Yeah, so it's definitely one of those movies that I probably it, will it's going end to up it holds upon repeatability at yeah. one point in the next week or so before Halloween. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to quickly uh, go over a couple things. Uh, Wellington Paranormal Season 1, Episode 4. This one is She-Wolf. Uh, it's kind of in the title. Uh, another solid episode of a great series that I, I'm looking forward to nice. watching more of this year. 7.5 Pumpkins. And then something that's not as good, 30 Miles from Nowhere. Have either of you heard of this one? No. no. Uh, so this is... Uh, I, I, a 2018, but I, I feel like might have not got a release in, for a couple yeah. years later. Uh, it's on Shutter right now. It's got a bunch of actors and actresses you'll recognize. It's this, these group of friends from college. They go up to, an, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's supposed to be like a, a wake and a funeral for yeah. their friend. They go up to where he always would go, where his mom lived, out in the middle of nowhere, 30 miles from nowhere. <laughs> It, it's not. Do they say that on their way up? Like we're going up to middle of nowhere. Yeah. Actually, it's thirty miles an hour. Then, like they look at the camera and wink. <laughs> I wish they had winked. Yeah. It thinks it's a lot funnier and smarter than it is, and mm. occasionally it is. Occasionally, the dialogue is so right on. You're like, oh, am I watching a different movie? Yeah. And then it slides backwards. Um, it's a couple like decent scare sections. Four point five pumpkins. Oh, yeah. Did not work out, eh? Um, going with my Roseanne, I had to do the home improvement. Oh, of course. <laughs> so I went through all those. <laughs> all of them, eh? Again, So I'll he be... comes, like, we yeah. put our hands in the air. I think yeah. we mentioned this other, but yeah. before we're going to start, we put our hands in the air how many you've watched. And yeah. He put his hands in the air and it was like 12 or 13. Yeah. 13, yeah. This day. And, thir- and I just lost my mind. But now I realize. No, it's yeah. all it's, like. There are 20 minute episodes, right? Yeah. Uh, so home improvement season two, haunting a Taylor house, 1992. Uh, Tim creates a catacomb of terror in his basement for Brad's Halloween party. Again, I love the score in these uh, episodes, and I love mm. the edits that they do. Home Improvement was the best for the edits. Yeah. How they would have, like, the face would come out, 
you know, the, the yeah. face on the mannequin there would jump up. But yeah, for the edit. Um, Home Improvement Season 3, Crazy. For, oh, sorry, that's Seven Pumpkins Out of Ten. It's a fun one. Home Improvement Season 3, Crazy for You, 1993. Uh, Tim's dealing with an obsessed fan. Uh, another one with just great costumes, yeah, decorations. Yes, yeah, again, the score is great in this. Um, they do a good job at selling the creepiness, especially at the Halloween party where, like, mm. They're like, oh, Rose is there. And they're like, where? And then they look and, like, she's no longer there, but the skeleton is hanging with, like, the rose in its yeah. mouth. And the the biggest issue I had in this film was they spoil it early on. Right that it's beginning. all prank. It's almost like, as a family sitcom, it was too scary or something. That yeah, they had they to. They had to, like, no, just letting you guys know this is a joke. So, yeah, I hate that about it. But still, I'm going to give this some nine pumpkins out of ten. This and Boo are, like, oh, my wow. favorite uh, Halloween specials. I don't think you can get any more Halloween than that. Uh, season six, Home Improvement. I was a teenage tailor from '96. This is the one where Tim and Jill, Jill uh, try to scare the kids by convincing them that a murder happened in their house before they moved oh, in. Oh, and they actually have like the uh, and the killers now guy the come in like yeah. I know your dad. Yeah, and it's that, that, that guy. Cool. I forget yeah. his name, and it's like, this back and forth pranks between mm-hmm. them. It's a fun one. Seven pumpkins out of ten. Uh, Home Improvement season seven, A Night to Dismember, 1997. This is the one where. Um, the youngest kid, what is it, Mark? Yeah, is uh, doing. He's kind of like become the weird goth kid, um, and he's doing a horror film with his weird friend. And they think that the this film is that is how he feels about them, and he actually wants to murder them. It's not great. Six pumpkins out of ten. That you could kind of see as the kids got older that they're just not. Of good course, they've run out of ideas. And, um, and then the last one, season eight, Bewitched from nineteen ninety eight. Uh, this one's a lot of fun. Where um, at? Uh, this is the one where Wilson. Uh, goes missing and all the evidence points to Tim and there's like cops think that he did it and uh, and then eventually you find out that he's murdered and um, it's great because it's where he wears the uh, the the flying monkey from Wizard of Oz. Oh, outfit, cool! Which is kind of what motivated me to do that because yeah. it wasn't Wizard of Oz. Seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. Again, another favorite for me. So yeah, I don't know. Again, if you don't like the show, that's fine. But I think I they do think great. I've episodes, seen that last great one, Halloween actually. episodes. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a, it's his he's got a girlfriend too. That's a she says she's a witch. He's like a real witch uh, and all this stuff. I, don't I guess know. Tim insults her and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else did you guys watch? I watched uh, Bob's Burgers. I went and I watched a uh, Fortnite, uh, Tina and the Real Ghost. But I saw the new one from uh, I guess season twelve, uh, okay. episode three, the uh, Pumpkining, where I guess um, her uh, Linda and her sister back in like twenty seven years ago. They smashed all the pumpkins in this pumpkin covering contest, and they get this note 27 years later saying, like, I know what you did. So they're trying to figure out, like, who would know we smashed these pumpkins? <laughs> they're trying to, like, uh, solve the crime. And I guess it's a side story where uh, Bob gets it's usually given out shitty candy. He's given out the good, like, sour batch kids, as they're calling it, or power patch, or whatever the fuck it is. And, like, all the kids are going to his store, like, I want more of that. So all the kids keep coming to his store, like, I can't handle it, almost like zombies, and they can't figure it out. It was a cool episode, man. I'm, I love Bob's Burger Halloween. Yeah, so right. It might be like one of the newest sitcoms, and I'm like, all right, every season I'm excited. So I'm giving this one uh, 7.5 pumpkins. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I continued watching Midnight Mass. Uh, oh, I was curious about this, because you're on episode four, right? This is episode five now. Oh, shit. Uh, season one, Episode five, Book of Gospels. Man, this show's good. Is it that great? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna watch this in November. I it think. is. Uh, the end of this is really good of, of of this episode to the point where Tammy was like, "That's the series, right?" 
It's like, no, we one got more to, we, we have two, two more, more episodes. To go. She's like, that's a perfect ending. How do you beat that? Yeah, well, figure so this it is the, out. the new Mike Flanagan show who did the Haunting of Hill House and, okay. and uh, 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 Bly Manor. Bly Manor. Um, I'm gonna give this one eight or eight point five. Oh, I was curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 really good, and mm. and the show's just like it's excellent. Yeah, I I think Flanagan in a way just works better on these long forms and you were blind manner he wasn't all in you can tell he's all in on this it feels very personal yeah is it the same actors as like uh you've some got of the a other you've ones? got a is couple it, like ones the uh elliot from et back in this yeah, one or yeah yeah because yeah. he always when well, i think his yeah. wife is in them all too right? yeah. yeah his wife and she's this is probably yeah. her i thought uh, her best role in this oh one. awesome uh i finished or uh, no i didn't finish i got Two movies tonight to finish. Oh, off. you didn't watch more like Martin episodes? No. Or? So I did uh, Ten to Midnight from 1983. Uh, this is the the third and final of the action horror. This is a Bronson flick. Um, yeah, this is a uh, again a, not an action movie really at all. This is about a killer who strips nude. <laughs> and I thought it was like, this, is this like a sleazy kind of canon gimmick? It's like, no, it makes yeah. sense. It's be, so he goes and does the murder, and so he doesn't get any blood on his clothes, and that plays a part into it uh. later on. Um, there's this great scene where Bronson's partner interviewing the, the killer, and they ha- they know all these things, and they're trying to find out about it. And I'm like, this is... This like dialogue and writing is fucking genius. Like it's way better than yeah. you would expect from a canon movie. Yeah, canon has no right to have good dialogue. You know, what I'm they, I don't know. They've been surprising me. Like they're not all just dumb movies. Uh, this one is yeah. It's, it's about this man with sexual issues. Uh, so he's murdering women. They, they pretty much say his gun is his penis. Yeah. You know, um, they call it that he had dirty hairy cock. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it, it kind of does this Thank like you. <laughs> it does this flip like halfway through. And Bronson, did, I don't, I don't think I'm spoiling. Yeah. Maybe I am. He plants ev- like he, the guy starts harassing his daughter, so he gets a point where like I'm not going to risk it, and he plants evidence, and he's like this respected cop, cop with all these, and and then it's, it gets into that, and then even the ending. I don't want to spoil the ending, but it's a shocking ending, and it turns out this film like actually has a lot to say. Like it's oh, yeah? not just as dumb. It's uh, just, yeah, 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 and and there, yeah, I don't know, I. I didn't. I didn't. I wanted like more silly fun. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe this would be something you know more enjoyable to people that don't want silly movies. But I'm gonna still give it seven pumpkins out of ten. I thought it was interesting, and I thought there was mm. a lot of interesting things in there. A lot more than I expected from. That's uh, pretty cool. Actually, all these action horror sounds pretty cool to me. Actually. Yeah. I, I mean, Hero mm. and the Terror was kind of forgettable, but the yeah. other, I would say this and Silent Rage for for different mm. reasons are both uh, definitely both worth a watch. Um, did you guys watch anything else? Or I had a night with Grim. Oh, I was gonna guess. I, I know. I I, I cut you <laughs> off you there, Matt. Uh, this is uh, season eight, episode thirteen, "The Law of Sacrifice." Hey, season eight. Uh, season eight. Yeah, well, I've skipped ahead. No, season three, uh, episode eighteen, uh, "The Law of Sacrifice." This is uh, kind of a continuation. Now we're on some serialized stuff. As you're mm-hmm. getting to the end of the season, uh, I'm gonna give this another seven point five. Oh. Uh, okay, I finished off the night for 1979, Murder by Decree. This is uh, a Bob Clark. Oh, uh, yeah, I want to see this. This is, uh, it's actually, it's Sherlock Holmes tracking down Jack the Ripper. Yeah, it sounds pretty dope. So it's got Christopher Plummer as Holmes, Jason Mason as Watson. They're like brilliant the way they play off mm. each other. There's this great scene, and it's you're not going to get it until you see it, but with like the pee where Watson's trying to eat this pee and he's trying to get with the fork and he can't grab it. And then Sherlock Holmes comes and, and smushes it, and he's like, 
no, like I didn't want to eat it so much. Like that ruined the whole texture and everything. It's just great, like seeing that. It's just I don't know. It was just kind of memorable. Um, yeah, it's. I guess this is different. I guess they did another Sherlock Holmes Jack the Ripper movie called Study in Terror, um, but this is a completely different plot. This one yeah. actually, I guess they took the. There's a book called Jack the Ripper: The Final Solution that I think came out around this time, and it's supposed to be like the most factual. Uh, what's uh, going at least on? their the, the the author's theory, mm-hmm. and this is based on that. So it's actually kind of factual of everything that happens in this, but just they added Sherlock Holmes in there. I will say it's a little, it's overly long. It's like over two hours oh, long. Wow. Mm. Um, Whoa. This movie doesn't need to be like, I think, two no. hours long, right? But, like, but the, yeah, the plot's very complicated, but mm. I, don't, I don't know, like, you're never really bored. Okay. I mean, it's a film that like, I'm not even joking, like it ends and then you're like, wait, there's still 20 minutes. And that 20 minutes is like Sherlock Holmes explaining all the, the stuff to try right. to make sense of it all. But I don't know. I thought it worked. You get some of those uh, point of view shots that he used in Black mm-hmm. uh, Black. I was going to say Black South, uh, Black Christmas. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins oh, awesome. out of ten. I'd say it's definitely worth. Yeah, a watch. Bob Clark hasn't really let me down yet, has he? No. You guys got to do uh, yeah Death, Death Dream. Death, yeah. yeah. I want the company that released that on Blu-ray because I've been wanting to grab it. Has been like re-releasing all this shit on 4K. So I'm like, as soon as I buy that, I know he's going to announce yeah. it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's that's it. that's it. That's a week, right? Yeah. Well, Danny, thank you so much for coming out, buddy. You got any oh, more things you want to talk you for about, or me, no? Guys. You, so, what, what's your, do you have, Maddie? Do you have your totals, or? Oh, I think I, I forget what I watched. by I don't. Adam, do you have Give yours? Me one second. Yeah, I, I got mine. So I got twenty two point seven five. Yeah, I am victorious. Did you win? Twenty four point five. Wow. Points. Wow. So what? What's your total overall? Do you have your overall total? No, I don't. Ha- I think it's sixty. Uh, Wait. So what did you do today? I. Okay, one second. I'll see if you're in the lead still. Here's my question. I know you're adding up some stuff, Kyle. Uh, What was the first podcast? What was the date of the first? Ooh, I don't know what the date was, but we did do Prom Night was our first one. Yeah. Kyle, how did you beat me this week? This was the horror and You know why? Because I think I was yeah, doing movies pretty yeah, much I, I until the end. Yeah, so you would have five. I would only have three but they, three or four, but those would be all movies. Yeah. Uh, so you do still have the lead, though. 62.5. 62.5, and I have um, 61.75. Wow. <laughs> 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 0.75 difference. I think I did a 14.25, but like my math is a bit wrong. I think I have, I'm at 40.25. Yeah, I, I don't oh, know what you wow. did today, but it, your total before was twenty eight point five. Yeah, so, whew, it's uh, this Jesus. Is close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I like how when we started this, we're like we're gonna not go too crazy, yeah. and we've been going kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. I, we're not in the same league as last time, but no, yeah, it's still fucking insane. <laughs> I still, yeah, we're gonna still get up to you guys like, are still three movies a day. We're gonna still almost be at a hundred yeah. fucking points by the That's end. That's still of the month. fucking insanity. <laughs> we'll see. Anyways, I, if you guys think these guys are insane. You could email them like um, pretty much recommendations to get better. <laughs> oh wait, and, and uh, Dan was looking for your scariest. Yeah, okay, film. yeah, this okay. is what I want. I want to know, and I'm sure one of the yeah. guys in this room will message me if you guys can tell me the scariest films. So what yeah. we're gonna do next episode, off the top of the hop, yep, we're gonna for you, Danny, give us our top five scariest movies. Something like that. Whatever. Yeah. I'd, let's yeah. do. Let's do like. Would you shouldn't that because that could almost be an episode in itself. Yeah. To be honest, it could. 
Let's do like two or three. Yeah, yeah two I'll, or three we'll picks. Yeah. You're teased, dude. You don't, they don't even have to be your top. Just tease, throw tease. two yeah. or three films that you think uh, Dan or, might fight yeah. Dan. Email us uh, if your top three scary movies at um, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us Facebook uh, to search Movie City Maniacs. We got a like page and a group page. And we just hit a thousand. Uh, followers nice. on Instagram. Uh, oh, so wow. hit us up at, at Movie City Maniacs on, uh, on Instagram. Nice. Okay, guys. Well, yeah, Dan, thank thanks you so for much, Dan. Oh, thank, you, thank you, gentlemen. Stay scared, yeah, everybody. I love the fact you guys let me come out. Happy That's Halloween. Great. When the spooks have a midnight jamboree, they break it up with a fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst. When he goes jogging across the land, holding his noggin right in his hand, demons take one look and groan. Then they hit the road for parts unknown. Well, there's no raid like a spook that's burned. The ghost don't like a man, he's really burned. He swears to the longest day he's dead. Well, I'll show them that I can get ahead. Do, do, oh, oh.